Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where each week the drunk guys tackle a famous book while drinking craft beer matching the book characters or themes. Such as, The Devil Made Me Do It, while reading The Scarlet Letter, or Dissenter, while reading 1984. And you'll just have to tune in to find out what went along with Fifty Shades of Grey, but you'll definitely want to find out. Find us on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. If you like myths, legends, and just good old stories, come join me, Canadian Girl, over at Nothing Ever Happens in Canada, where I try to find out what's going on over here. We look for lost gold, we chase mermaids, look for sunken ships, discover stories about amazing women in Canadian history, blow up mountains, and just recently, we were hunting for giants. And they say nothing ever happens here. You can find me on most of your podcast apps, and most likely, where you found this awesome podcast that you're listening to now. Again, it's Nothing Ever Happens in Canada, and I'm Canadian Girl. I hope you'll join me on my next adventure. Hi, I'm Richard Dean Anderson. Name's Guy. Colonel Jack O'Neill was G1. My name is Pratt. Ernest Pratt. I always get a happy, tingly feeling when I see those guys. Name one contract that I failed to execute. MacGyver. Oh, here we go. You're a target. And I don't intend to miss. Over my rotting corpse. I'm sorry, did I say that out loud? Glowing eyes, cliche behavior, evilness, that kind of thing. Is mental illness contagious? You think? You can do anything you want to do if you put your mind. Well, you do have a penchant for pulling brilliant ideas out of your butt. Head. Out of your head when we need them. Oh, the stuff's already here. I just find a different way to use it. I like your attitude. Permission to take a team through the Stargate, sir. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of the MacGyver Podcast. I'm your host, Mac Jackson. And I'm Nathan Shell. And spoiler warning, this is an episode that we had to do. Um, I, I feel this was on the proverbial back burner in holding, waiting for the day. <laughs> so, yeah, I have to warn people. Uh, we warn people on our site on our Facebook page on many episodes. If you are a longtime listener, thank you. Uh, but also, this is not going to be a surprise for you. If you enjoyed the five seasons of the, the reboot, the CBS version of MacGyver, mm -hmm. please, I beseech you, turn this off now. Because very likely one or both of us are going to say things that are not going to be flattering about the series. Well, not more than likely. This is the point of it. Well, um, yeah. I, but, was I was trying to play. <laughs> I know. I appreciate it. But I'm warning people. Oh, yeah. No, that I makes am, sense. I am not judging you. You can enjoy oh, yeah, no, whatever I mean, you if, like. Yeah, like if folks liked it, great. I'm glad they were able Whether to Whether I you. understand you or not, the point is, in this episode, I do not want to upset anybody. Absolutely, and that, and that's the furthest thing from what we'd want. You know? However, and I mean, if they want to hear, if they want to stick around and listen to 
two sure. curmudgeons, you know, gripe that's about your, it. No, and that, sit back that's, and laugh your, because... that's your fault if you do. Yeah. Because I'm warning you, you will not be happy. I know that there are things that if I don't agree with somebody's, it doesn't have to be a bad thing. Yeah. If it's a topic, say MacGyver, and mm-hmm. I listen to somebody's podcast or Stargate and I don't agree with their view, not that it's bad or a negative review, but just their point of view, it upsets me because I'm like, mm-hmm. no, this is going to be one of those. Um, that's what this episode is about. Good riddance is basically what I think I'm going to title this. One. Oh, yeah. Well, and for I don't know for if this is the same for you, but for me, I'm sorry, but I feel like we were personally lied to from the beginning from the showrunner. Wait, wait. I want to. Oh, yeah, we're going to backpedal and we're going to. Oh. do that. But I we're going to rewind, backpedal. Exactly. Right. We're going to start from the beginning. It's a very good place to start. Um, but I had that's that's your warning now. OK, yep. I don't want to get nasty emails or comments. Well, I like the series. Godspeed. Good. Yeah, for you. Great. Great. Yeah. And as I said, you know, if if folks enjoyed it. More power to you. But I'm I glad don't. You sound enjoyment I for. don't want to hear this afterwards. How do you? How could you not like? Exactly. This, this is your moment. If you come in afterwards with negativity, I don't want to hear it. Um, for those who are still sticking around, we buckle up it. and buckle up. We appreciate it as always and buckle yeah. up. Um, okay, now let's start. Any time through the years that they have mentioned doing a new MacGyver series. And I, I did a, <laughs> before these podcasts, you can go check out YouTube. I did a little video to share my thoughts during one of the times when they said there's going to be a MacGyver movie. Mm-hmm. It was called the MacGyver movie needs RDA. And we're going to repeat things that we have said through the years because we have to. <clears throat> Oh, Paris repeating too. MacGyver is one of those characters, and this isn't true for all, but there are definitely a solid handful that are so tied with the actor in the development of the character that to do anything other than tie it to the actual actor and continue the story would be a parody, would be insulting. And would be, you're never going to come close to the actual person. That's not my personal judgment. That is not my feelings because I love the original. It is true with certain characters. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can go back and look at characters that had been played by one person for the longevity of them. If you, The, the only uh, exception I could see to this would be... Uh, to deviate briefly, would be Indiana Jones, and the that's the exception because they didn't take a, another actor and have them playing adult Indiana Jones, fighting Nazis, going after the Grail or anything. They took that character and said, okay, how can we give people more Indiana Jones but introduce him to kind of like a newer audience. Well, basically, her the young Indiana Jones. Young Indiana Jones, because... And that worked beautifully because it... Right. They already had the milestones that they had to build up to. So, you know. Without a doubt. And also, when you do younger 
well now, okay, so you could excuse it because he's not developed enough. And also, he's going to look different. So there's your yeah. loophole. Um, Absolutely. But, case in point, you cannot do a new Indiana Jones without Harrison Ford. No. You can, and I found out recently that Indiana Jones was one of the few characters he's, he's portrayed over the years that he himself is fond of. Oh, it's his favorite. It's, yeah. it's, and I love it because he's right. But the Fonz, you cannot have anybody but Henry Winkler do it. Nope. Columbo. Would not work. Columbo. You cannot. I couldn't imagine anybody. Being, yeah, I couldn't imagine anybody other than Peter Falk playing. Because they were so crucial to being that development of that character. Uh, side thing that I'm sure we've said before the Fonz was not supposed to be the Fonz. Like, you know, Henry Winkler brought all of that. It mm-hmm. originally almost went to Mickey Dolenz. And Mickey Dolenz said, you know, thank God I didn't get it because the Fonz was supposed to be, you know, the guy who in a couple scenes and then you never see him again. Because yeah. the show Happy Days was about <clears throat> Ron Howard's character, Richie Cunningham, and his father. It was yeah. like a father knows best. Well, Type thing, yeah. Once Henry Winkler came aboard, after a couple episodes, they let him be his version of the Fonz, and the rest is history. Yeah, and it just goes to really show, like, you can't see anybody else portraying the Fonz. And if anybody ever does in the future, it will be a parody. I don't care how sincere they are about it. You're always going to go, well, he's trying to do the thumbs up and the... Yeah, you know, because it it was, as with MacGyver, it was sincere and not meant as a here's my catchphrase, here's my you know, even yeah. the, you know even though the writers of Happy Days eventually were trying to give everybody catchphrases, but it didn't work because if, if yeah. it wasn't organic, you, the audience can tell. You know, it yeah. was like it, it, it seems forced. It was like when they tried to give Cam Mitchell on Stargate SG One catchphrases and that's what i'm talking about and my yeah. grandma always t- stop it it's it's to yeah. use our often used word it's pandering yeah now the it's the insulting. grandma thing did sort of end up kind of working for his character because it it showed that he wasn't a carbon copy of another character yeah. but that was something that that was something in my opinion anyway that of all the things that they tried to like wiggle in there mm-hmm. that one worked the most considering what story arc they were dealing with when they brought him in the ori a very re- heavy religious you know fanatical mm-hmm. entity right. so uh, but anyway so we're, we're deviating from i know i know <laughs> i i don't want to go down the the cam mitchell road um okay so anytime they mentioned this Part of me is thinking, you know, if they can continue the story of MacGyver, mm-hmm. obviously that's what I want. I'll never forget when the last episode aired. You know, I was like, what? The, what? There's going to be more. I mean, I know they said this is the end, but they're going to do movies and TV movies and stuff, well, right? Yeah, and that and I was going to say they did do the two TV movies. I've got them. I'm, I've got them on my shelf. Right. I'm trying. I tried to remember. Like, okay. Were these supposed to just be filtered in at some mysterious spots throughout the series, or are these supposed to actually take place post-series? Post. Yeah. 
And I kept getting conflicting information on it. So I just assumed, you know what? In my mind, at least, it would make sense for them to be afterwards. Right. Yeah. And they, they – talking to the writers, uh, they even said that they, that was the plan from the beginning. When they ended the TV series, they were going to do TV movies. And they wanted – whoever the powers that be at the time were said, listen, here's, here's what we want. We want them to be standalone. So mm-hmm. that's why, unfortunately, I wish they had mentioned um, – even one line would have done it about his son. Yeah. They, the, they're like, nope, don't mention his son because that'll make people go, wait, what? And then you might confuse them. No, people have lives. MacGyver had a son. They should have yeah. had one line. I, I, could, I know exactly where it would have been placed in Trail of Doomsday. Would have been like, oh, hey, what's new with you? Oh, turns out I have a son. And, you know, yeah. whatever. So, yeah, there – and. To, to a person who'd never seen the series or seen the TV series but stumbled upon the movie, they'd be like, oh, okay. Let's go back and watch that's, this. That, well, not necessarily even that, but like, okay, that's something that even further humanizes the, the main character because now he's you a know, dad. they themselves may have a kid or, you know, it's yeah. it would be considered a throwaway line from the semantics view of a script, but from a viewer's standpoint, the viewers that are casually watching watching it with no clue what the hell's going on, be like, "Oh, okay, that's kind of cool. He's just like me, or he's just like my brother, or whomever." But then the TV series fans will be like, "Thank you. You're you're acknowledging what came before without mentioning it every five seconds." Even though, yeah, even though ideally it should have been a father son adventure movie kind of thing. Yeah, but that's not that's really what we're talking about. Um, so okay, so now through the years, ever since they're like, "Hey Mac," meaning you know to me, you know they're thinking about doing a MacGyver movie. My thing, as you would see on the video, is if you do not tie it into the original, don't bother. Yeah. Don't bother. It's not going to work. It's even if even if best case scenario, which is jump ahead to when they announced that this show was finally happening. Mm-hmm. And I was talking, you know, I, I would get IMs from Peter Lenkov. Uh, so I kind of like tried to gently say, you need this. You need to listen. Yeah. Well, the die had already been cast. They'd already been filming. They'd already made the mistakes. And they already laid the rotten foundation. But I was always saying, you know, even if base case best case scenario, they said we're gonna at least in spirit we're gonna have this be we understand what MacGyver was about we get it we mm-hmm. absolutely like had it been someone with our knowledge and passion of of the series came along but decided mistakenly oh, I'm gonna start from scratch but it's gonna be the spirit. It's going to be, you know, the pacing and we're going to focus on the MacGyverisms and the humanity and the inspiration that the, that MacGyver is. Best case scenario, they still would have fallen short because you can't tell the world to ignore the legacy. Yeah. You can't say, I, forget Richard Dean Anderson never was. Yeah, not. I mean, it, it would be at best case scenario an homage. To the original sure and i would have and this is what i hoped for when i found out that wait a minute you fools you cbs executive fools 
got the license from ABC, but you don't have the passion or the desire. You just went cha-ching. MacGyver mm. is a household name. Let's make that our show. Yeah. Uh, I don't really care about the semantics. I don't care. Just have the guy whip something up off camera. That's MacGyver, right? Right, guys? Yeah? Okay. And, But I always hoped when I got the news that, okay, it's going to be a poor man's copy, but they're going to try. I was looking forward to at least saying, it's, you know, at least they're trying. You can feel the spirit of what they're trying. Yeah. And I thought the and worst. You, and you and I had even, like, at the time, like, I remember you and I going on waxing philosophically. That's not even a word, but. Philosophically, you know, I got you. Philosophically, there you go. Uh, of things that they could do. Like, oh, well, you know, if they're going to have it be MacGyver, you know, it's either they've got to have. Richard Dean Anderson there in the Harry role, like thinking that it was basically going to be hitting like a, a proverbial reset button. And then there was thought of, well, wait a minute, if, if if this is supposed to be real time afterwards, it could be a grandkid. MacGyver could, you know, could be still the grandfather role, but it, you know, we'd come up with countless ideas because, on how they could approach it. Because that's the only way you touch this series. You continue the story. I don't care if it's his mm -hmm. son you feel like focusing on or his grandson, whatever. Yeah. He would still be there. Richard Dean Anderson has said, yeah, I'd go back. Yeah, you'd have to not try and play me like I'm 20 years old. Yeah. But gladly, yeah, I'll do that. And everybody was thrilled. So that's the only way with Legacy. Whether If you're going to do – I'm going to go back to the Happy Days thing. If you're ever going to do Happy Days, well, it'd have to be his son or his grandson. It can't be yeah. somebody trying to be the Fonz. But, okay, so with the MacGyver, you continue the story. That way, even if the it falls short, obviously it's it would fall short because it's not Richard Dean Anderson. Yeah, Just like with the MacGyver, just like with SG-1, my enjoyment of an episode hinges a great deal on how much Richard Dean Anderson is on the screen. Uh, because he's charming and he's charismatic mm -hmm. and he's besides the star of the show. There's there's just something he brings to the screen that is incredibly difficult to duplicate. Thank you. Yeah, and it's it's true because everybody that's, that's been on that's true about a lot of different actors in, uh, a, di in a, a multitude of different roles. Well, I always say the same thing with um, in a different way, but also I think a couple other people that have that charisma that. It's just they're just fun to watch. I don't care what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Just put them in front of me and I'll I'll watch them for hours. Is um Tom Meissen and David Tennant. They both have that yeah. charm about them that you're like, you're fun to watch. I don't know what you're gonna do, but do whatever you're gonna do. Yeah, there's just some there's there's a light there's a lightning in a bottle quality to to watching them. So this potential fantastic uh new series could have had how much of Richard Dean Anderson as MacGyver are you going to have in it? Because yeah. that'll show how great it is. And by popular demand, had they done it right, he would have been in it a lot. Even at, at least, at, at least in the first season. At least. at least, yeah, at least in the first season, just to establish the base. Like, okay, yes, I'm MacGyver again. This is you know the universe that I'm in. Here is my grandkid. Here is my 
son. Here, here is whom is going to be carrying this legacy forward. Do you remember? You know, don't necessarily kill him off or anything like that, but have it set up where you you'll see that gradual him slowly stepping back, kind of like what he did on SG One. If he wanted, he did to. end up taking a step back completely. But the spirit of the show was still there. It was still enjoyable. It was still fun. So when you remember, you know, the, the Stringer, the final episode, mm-hmm. that that character of his son, I loved because, which is odd, because usually when they bring a junior version of anybody like Scrappy-Doo, you're like, oh, shut them up. I hate them. They're obnoxious. Yeah, they're they're... <laughs> They're done one of two ways. There's no in-between. They're either done very well, or you just want to punt them into the sun. (laughs) And Dalton James did such an excellent job because apparently what they had done, they did it obviously, one, because to show that he is now a legacy character. MacGyver Mm -hmm. doesn't die alone. He has a son. Mm -hmm. You know, hopefully he gets a wife. But he does have a child. Wow. So the MacGyver bloodline carries on. Two... They were trying to have a spinoff with it be his son. Mm-hmm. So, and and the, the way that they did it was they didn't have his son be up to MacGyver's level. He was natural, brilliant like his dad, but not up to his father's genius, which means MacGyver gets to be, you know, and could have done that on this new version with his son or grandson or whoever. Mm-hmm. Let me teach you. You're great, but when I'm on... You know, when I show up, step back, kid. Like it's yeah, one of those. I, yeah, I can, I can, I can lift you up to be that. Yeah. Right. So the the potential is mind blowing. They've done virtual seasons. People have written virtual seasons on the MacGyver Online uh, and other websites, but mm-hmm. I was reading them on MacGyver Online, and they're well done because the people that are writing it picked up right where the series left off well yeah they've got that passion behind it that they know the universe they know the ins and outs they you know they have that love for the source material and typically they get the rhythm yeah um because there is i don't want to say a formula to it but there yeah i think the rhythm i think is a very good description for it yeah they have a flow to the story you know okay they're gonna they're gonna build it up to here and it's gonna kind of and then it's gonna, you know, it's like a, it's like a roller coaster. You know, you'll have your peaks, your valleys, but by the end of it, you know, you're gonna be excited. Well, it's to what see I how it culminates. It's what I try to do with my uh, audio series. Yeah. I can sense when okay, this scene needs to end right around here. Yeah, I could keep going, but there has to be. I was talking yeah. to Scott Tipton on the Never Gets Old podcast because he writes uh, the Star Trek and Doctor Who comics okay um great guy he's gonna be on again we we had so much fun anyway talking about you have if you understand the universe it's not about you it's about letting the story tell itself and you can tell at this moment this is where the commercial break would be yeah so that's where that scene needs to end and then you pick up here you know the all that so okay ideally that's what should have happened because just like with Stargate, how they're talking about how God, please, let's have a new Stargate series, especially well, when Amazon has. I was going to say Amazon picked up the, the library and they're not idiots. And from what you and I have talked about and little things I've seen here and there, 
the show creators have been kind of brainstorming and you know well brad wright's been brad wright has been writing them oh yeah and then i'm I'm already writing episodes like yeah and then you get you get some of these people online that are like oh amanda tapping's already said she's coming back for it's like no she said she is open to the idea of coming back yeah don't misquote these actors because that's going to put a bad taste in their mouth which could then subsequently cause them not to go back to the show and then just we end up in this doom spiral like we did with the driver all right i'm good (laughs) so okay so now we find out that this show is not going to be connected to the actual macgyver (sighs) all right all right you and i held our breath that said let's wait and see um i tried to put it oh i remember that first trailer i oh tried to God. put right i tried to put a nice bug in mr Lenkov's ear and say it needs this it needs that please listen to what i'm telling you i speak for all the like-minded people please yeah. and he was wonderful and he was sweet uh very good at responding very good at, at i mean he's the one who reached out to me i didn't bother him so i yeah. was thrilled and flattered and excited at the possibility However, I don't I I don't know who to blame for what area because I can't necessarily blame him completely because once he was gone, the show continued down the exact same path. So yeah, oh. and to me, and to me that tells me the TV executives gave him a, probably a short leash. I'm gonna read actually. When when the moment is right, but let me prime it up here because I do have something that was uh, here it is right after the show was ended. Uh, somebody from it had a little blurb on Twitter, so I took a photo of it and I saved it because I couldn't wait to read it to you. Okay. So <clears throat> so now this show we we keep a happy thought in our head. We think, well, it's not going to be what it should be, and that's going to bother us. But I'm looking forward to at least saying, well, in spirit, it, it's they're trying. Yeah, you know, we're we're going to say nice things. We're looking to say nice things. Yeah, we, you know, we we went in it hoping, hopeful, because you know we were told things like, oh, I'm a fan of, uh, you know, Hawaii Five O was my father's show. MacGyver was my favorite show. Yep. It's going to be faithful in spirit. It's you know, we we were. For lack of better wording, we were talked up. Right, right. As you know, we, as a TV guy would do because he wants you to watch his freaking show. Absolutely. Which is, you know, not completely unexpected. Right. However. And then when we saw that initial trailer, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember, I think you and I were talking on the phone. I think this, like in between uh, uh, podcast episodes, we were just like, I'm gonna censor myself here because I know Mac likes to keep it a uh, keep it uh, PG on here. Uneffing acceptable, I think, was one of the things one of us said. I th- probably me because I know you you're not very much for the cussing, <laughs> but I express myself. So, but yeah, you you got you got as close as I probably just did. But yeah, like it was just like, are you kidding me? This this no, he's smarmy. He's it's like a rap in the face right you know and then the news came down that 
they needed to do, I think, reshoots, or they just they, scrapped the entire pilot. And then the we're pilot got it. scrapped. They they got rid of most of the cast. They only kept yep. George Eads and Lucas Till. Yep. Everybody else was brand new, which made me go, on one Ooh. hand, oh, how bad did they do this to begin with? And two, how much better do they now think it's going to be? Like, I guess one of the things that that fans that they listened to said cut his hair yeah that looks like crap and yeah. even in the pilot the or the trailer for the pilot it wasn't even the same story he doesn't use the same macgyverisms yeah like there was nothing from that original trailer that we saw and part of me <laughs> a twisted part of me really would love to see if there's a way to get a hold of that original pilot me too because i want to see how truly bad it was compared to what we got. Right. Like how, how much worse could it have possibly been? How yeah. much worse? Because I want to see, I can't think of much worse. So I want to see what, because, okay. In the pilot, and I showed Mikey this recently because he forgot. Mm -hmm. I showed him the trailer. He's like, Oh, Oh, my eyes. No. As a matter of fact, they even have not MacGyver as I have called him. Yeah. Use a trick from the original show with a yeah. hose to trip somebody as they're coming out the door. Some would say it's an homage. We yeah. would call it pandering, which has been a major depends on how often Depends on how often they do it, but well, yeah. We know how often they did it, so... Yeah. <laughs> well, at the time, we didn't know. We had that right. muscle <laughs> So, okay. So now they're going to refilm it and redo it, and James... Juan, I think, is the director, the producer of it, and he does big action movies, so they're like, oh, this is good action. Um, I thought, it doesn't mean he knows MacGyver. It doesn't mean he cares. It, and, you know, so, okay. Maybe it'll fall through. Maybe another MacGyver reboot attempt movie slash TV show, whatever, will fall through the cracks again. Wouldn't that be swell since they're not going to do it right? Right. However, Five seasons ago, uh, they I... show the pilot. Now, again, keeping an open mind, yeah. I already know going into this, I'm a 46-year-old adult who is not going to have a temper tantrum because he's not getting exactly what he wanted. I'm going to give this a fair shot. I'm going to watch this. I'm going to mm, try to get through it. And again, that view of here's hoping it has it in spirit. Here's hoping everybody involved loves yeah. the series that we love and is sincere in their attempt. Yeah. From the first line of the pilot, I hate him. Yeah. The very first line, he is not MacGyver. Yeah. And like, I think I remember in the very first episode we were talking about this, I think I had said, you can almost see the bones of what it should have been. Hmm. And then they just let them out or let them hang to dry. Like they, they were so damn close to getting it remotely in the image of what MacGyver's grandkid could be. Like had they just set it up to be his grandson, yep. a lot of all this would have been with the kid could have been excused because, Oh, 
it's not it's not Richard Dean Anderson, uh, Angus MacGyver. It's his grandkid named after him, so technically be a junior because his kid wasn't uh, named Angus. Okay, a lot of this can be written off as okay, it's just him being an individual. Great, okay, and then they just kept going and going, and it's like. No. That's something that I, I'll tell you. Through the five five seasons, I always said, had they just tied this into the original, a lot of their decisions afterwards would have been, if not forgiven, would have been at least well, wouldn't have stung so much because you go, yeah, all right. So his grandson is an arrogant, smug little putz. Yeah, but you're not peeing on the legend. Yeah. And instead, it starts with somewhere in wherever. Yeah. They, they think they're cute with their little type, 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 type. Yeah. And you the, don't need to know where that key. is. Yeah. But then they think, you know, I'm going to make a joke in this. I bet you wonder where they are. Ha, 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 type of garbage. Yeah. I, I'm Angus MacGyver. Wrong. He doesn't call. He hates his first name. Yeah, he, the whole point was. The whole reason he was called MacGyver was because he didn't like his name. It wasn't until late in the series we find out his name. The last season. Halfway yeah. through the last season, we finally get his name. Because, right. And so it was always a mystery. And, you know, so even after you knew, it was okay, we're in on the secret, but he still hates his name. So he's yeah. never going to introduce himself as Angus ever, 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 ever. Yeah. So, hi, I'm Angus MacGyver. I, now he starts running through his resume. Yeah. MIT graduate. I was a bomb. Disp you know, you're bragging. So MacGyver is bragging. Does that sound like that should fit ever? Yeah, no. Uh, and he's just smug. He's like, oh, and I'm on a mission. And you know, and yeah. it. Then they they throw in. And again, I know I'm nitpicking, but I get to nitpick. This is. Something that matters, and also, yeah. I'll get to this, not only besides comparing it to the original, the actual MacGyver, even as a show all by itself, it was garbage through and through. Yeah, like, so, well, I know I've mentioned this in previous episodes before, but realistically, if you look at the format, it's not MacGyver. It's Mission Impossible under the guise or, you know, name of MacGyver. You so, know, MacGyver wasn't a Mission Impossible series. This feels more like a Mission Impossible series. So that's what I'm saying. So this starts with not only do you hate this guy right away, but they throw in the sex. It shows a flashback to him having sex on a computer with his girlfriend, Nikki Carpenter. Mm -hmm. They pander you with the name. Oh, and Jack Dalton, but none yeah. of these characters are anything like what they're named after. So why do that? You think you're yeah. tricking us? You think we're going, oh, they named it. It's okay then. It's not okay. It, yeah. you're, 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 you're doubling down on bad decisions. And then, you know, like you said, it's not about this guy who's a brilliant and, by the way, a wonderful, inspirational human being. Yeah. This is about some smug special agent who, by the way, spoiler alert, you never find out on this series why he doesn't use a gun or doesn't like guns. Uh, he doesn't – no, why he doesn't use a gun. Nobody said he didn't like guns. Mm -hmm. He just didn't use them. Okay, why? 
Yeah. Eventually, we did get that reasoning behind it on the original series. I don't believe it was in the first season. I think it was the second or third. It's been a while. Fourth. It was the fourth season. Fourth. Okay. But yeah, eventually we, you know, he, he'd often say, I don't use guns or I don't like them. Blood Brothers, which was actually a story that was inspired by Richard Gene Anderson himself. Yeah. As he feels that way about guns too. When he was a yeah. kid, he and his friends were out shooting targets and the, his friend saw a bird and went like that and shot it. And ever since then he went. You know, in the show, they have MacGyver knock the gun away and kill his friend when it hits the ground. Yeah. But it's the same idea of why Richard yeah. Anderson doesn't like guns. So, yeah, I mean, and the sheer fact that he ended up going on to play Jack O'Neill, who is a character that does use guns, mm -hmm. says that, you know, there are times where he understands there's moments where a character will use a gun. You exactly. Know? Especially if you're fighting an alien who could take a typical bullet, so... Yeah, so I mean that's that's one thing I will say that always gets on my goat when people critique him for his feelings about guns, and then he'll go and play. And it's like, well, he's an actor; he gets paid to do a job. Right. If his, it's like a carpenter. You can't use a net. You can't use a hammer, but you have to use a nail gun. Okay. Well, I'm being told I have to use this piece of equipment for this job. I'm with you. You know, he's still got a job to do. He's going to do it. It's just people trying to feel superior. Oh yeah, it's just so, people trying to be a hole. Anyway, but hey, yeah, like in. There are moments like that that these characters, if it's true to the character, it needs to be part of the series. It needs to be part of the, the continued mythos of the series. So Yeah. So, and again, I, uh, the wonderful people of the, the show have become, I'm happy to say, friends of mine that not only will reach out to me when they need to vent, mm -hmm. but are there for me to compare thoughts to when i'm either writing my own story or watching this flaming dumpster fire and want to talk about it just yeah. to make sure that i'm not being overly critical or partial or over yeah and you know you're you're talking to the people that cared like rick drew john shepherd these guys cared about besides tying it to richard dean anderson they cared about their work from page one to the end, they had a they had an idea and a moral mission, and also had the skill to not be too sappy, not be pandering, not be after school special. Yeah. Um, you know, they kept the focus on what mattered and not their own agenda. Yeah, and you know, it's funny. You, I know this is again something we've talked about in previous episodes. The original MacGyver series had dangling plot lines that easily, easily, this series could have picked up and gone with for at least, I'd say, two seasons, if not probably more. Right. Right. And they just, nope. So, and, and, and I'm trying to pace out these thoughts because I can very easily go off in, in well, yeah, we're, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Yeah. But I'm trying to go down the right way. So what we got for this series, and unfortunately, this did not change for all five seasons. There was no learning curve. As you said, it was Team MacGyver, where, first of all, besides Patricia Thornton and Jack Dalton 
and Nikki Carpenter. And oh, at one episode, they had an extra girl standing in the background that they went, oh, that's Penny Parker. Uh, we, uh, we, she, we never saw her again. She never had a point. They just went, call her Penny Parker because the fans of the original will watch this show because we said, no, no, you have no idea what people. And, and the fact that she was a one-off in the background, that's disrespectful to the character. Right. So, oh, the whole freaking thing. So, okay. Yeah. So now I'm trying to give you a basic overview of, even though you know this, I'm going to just say it because it needs to be said. There was nothing MacGyver about Mac this 2016 version other than the title. He didn't act like MacGyver. The, they didn't care about the MacGyverisms at all. Because yeah. even if it, even if the science could have kind of worked, like okay, you threw something in about magnets, what he's doing doesn't make sense. Oh, and you're not going to know that because they cut to the end result. They don't. Yep. They didn't care about. Wait, let's show the hands actually piecing it together, and either do a voiceover or don't at all because they didn't even have. After a while, they didn't even have MacGyver do voiceovers. He he just would do it, and you'd watch, and you'd be like, "Oh, okay, I understand." What you, oh, I see what he's doing. Oh, that's oh, and you know, you felt that enthusiasm as yeah, you felt that discovery, built, and you didn't know at first it was always, "What's he going to do? What's he doing?" I don't know. Oh, 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 that makes sense. Oh, that's brilliant. Mm -hmm. This didn't do that. This went. We don't nope. care about science. We don't care about the spirit. We just want explosions. Start him. Go hmm, and go. Oh, I know. If only I had the oh there it is, which isn't the way MacGyver thinks. Yeah. MacGyver makes do of what is in the room. He yeah, doesn't he, go, he I wish I had a tractor. Oh, there's a tra it's because that's yeah. easy. Yeah, it's he he would sit there and like and kind of like you could see him mentally analyzing the room, saying, Okay, what in here is, is something I can utilize to achieve the goal I'm trying to achieve. Exactly. Okay, well if I get this and this, I can make the thing that I need, you know. Exactly. But yeah, it's, oh. So they didn't care about that. They skip over that. They go cut scene to an explosion. It didn't make sense. And the fact that the, the, the poor guy that was their consultant would then have to go online afterwards and go, okay, and try and spin it in a nice way. So one, he still has a job. Two, he's, you know, kind of being nice as you should be and not go, Okay, tonight's episode of bull crap. Here's where the you know he would yeah. go. Here's how theoretically the science is supposed to work. I'll do a video and show you with this bottle and this pen how you know and the magnet here. That's fun. And God yeah. bless him for trying to bring some reality to that. So, but, you, so you'd say he's the unsung hero of the series. I wouldn't say that. I would say he's a good science teacher who's trying to do the best he can. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was hired for a job and, and then to turn, I feel bad for him actually. Cause he'd go, all right. And it, that's what you ended up doing with that. No, that's not how science works. Uh, and then, so you no, know, run, get to his computer and say, hi everybody. You know, here's my YouTube video and try and spin it. So at least people are getting some sort of education. Right. Okay. So this show goes on, and right away in the very first episode, they have Jack Dalton 
shooting people, but which was a consistency. MacGyver, not MacGyver, may not use a gun, but he's okay with everybody around him blowing people away while he goes and picks his does nose it. and does a bomb out of it or whatever. Yeah. It doesn't it it the philosophy doesn't work. Um so you, they missed opportunities there. So let me wrap up if I'm going to compare it to the actual MacGyver. The easiest most succinct way that I've ever said it was it's MacGyver in name only. MacGyver doesn't need a team. That's the whole point of them. The the original promotion was where the army or military fail, where an army of men fail, you send in MacGyver. Yeah. That yep. I mean that that says it right there. That's how spectacular and amazing this individual is that mm -hmm. he's the you don't know what he's going to do, but he's going to yeah. do it and he's going to save the day and you can have faith in that and that's your hook. Mm -hmm. So MacGyver is also an inspirational human being. Take away the MacGyverisms. What do we always say? MacGyver or Richard Dean Anderson or no. The MacGyverisms get you in the door, but Richard Dean Anderson keeps you on the couch. Yep. Not because he's a hunk, but because he's well, I'm sure charming. people thought that, but that's besides the point. He's but yeah, he it's his it's the character's morality, which in turn is a very large portion of the actor's morality right that just keeps you engrossed in the story and his charisma and his kindness mm -hmm. i mean if you go back and listen to any of the episodes with anybody who's ever been on the show or worked on the show they all say the same thing richard dean anderson was a amazing star who had to carry a show by himself mostly he's mm -hmm. in every scene he never complained he would help care uh uh stephen downing told me you know uh, stories about like he would never go into his trailer and have a big hissy fit if they were moving furniture for the next scene he'd get walk over and pick up a lamp and you know multiple mm -hmm. people told me these things so yeah. and that's oh meanwhile doesn't say anything to get the credit he doesn't say by the way do you see what i did i don't know if you saw i uh yeah the only reason that i know about it is because the people that worked with him told me yeah he wouldn't it, say it to this day. He wouldn't tell me. Yeah, and it's and it's because he, you know, I'd be willing to bet it's because he, one, enjoyed what he was doing, was probably grateful for the opportunity to be the lead in a series of his own, and did not take that for granted by, as you said, going into his trailer and having a hissy fit. He's like, I'm here to work. Oh, you don't need me for me to do my thing okay what needs moved you know what you know and then henry winkler actually told him you you're gonna be an icon now you are i think he told him like this during the first season you're already a household name which means your actions off screen you have a responsibility mm -hmm. so be aware that you need to be stay as good as you are because the eyes of the world will be watching yeah, now, I mean, could you imagine, you know, an actor being presented with that in today's world where everybody has a smartphone? I mean, right. how many of these how many of these celebrities nowadays do you hear, oh, they got caught, you know, drink, drinking and driving or doing this lewd act or that questionable thing or, you know, it, 
you know, back then it was unfound of, or unfounded, but yet somewhat kind of common because you'd always hear different celebrities getting involved with this or that, but you never heard anything about Richard Dean Anderson. Right. And also he keeps his private life private, which is smart. Which I, I admire and respect. Right. You know? Right. That's why I say. And I think, and I think the only actor that I think would be somewhat comparable in that regards from the newer series, George Eads. Well, George Eads also has his priorities straight. He, quit because they lied to him first of all yeah they said oh yeah we're going to be moving back on to the west coast oh good because you know that was part of the agreement with me being in the series because i want to be there for my daughter yep i think i think he's got a daughter too yep because i know yep. rda does yeah so but anyway. now uh, i'm trying <laughs> to make sure i'm not missing anything i mean it's insulting that they would dare i mean <laughs> Anytime Cindy saw a second of not MacGyver. Actually, I remember this. We were watching an episode of actual MacGyver recently and can't think of which one it was that she reacted to it, but she's just watching it and she goes, how dare they? How dare they slap his name on that 26... That is nothing. Look at this guy. I mean, look at this show. Look at, look at, I feel, I've, I've seen this episode. Now, listen, you're talking to a guy who watches them, can tell you, can recite the freaking thing without oh, trying. Yeah. So the fact that I can still watch it and still cry at the Enjoy Christmas it. episode or, oh, yeah. you know, or cry when Booker gets killed or whatever the case is, I know what's coming. But because of the the writing and the acting and just the care and the humanity, it's, and the, it's the sheer emotion that is conveyed through the entirety of it all. A, a good example, I got there were moments rewatching SG One that you same know, thing, yeah, same thing, I, yeah, yeah. I know, you know, this character is going to die coming up, or this character, or that character, but the impact is still there, mm -hmm. you know, and. You know, I'd made a little video on TikTok earlier today, like confessing that I, I'm a blubbering idiot sometimes when I'm watching these shows because the just the emotional ties to them are just are there. And you know? yeah, and even like <laughs> we'll smirk and laugh at just Richard Dean Anderson making a comment on either show. Like yeah. just his delivery is very obviously very natural, but he'll throw in little things that weren't in the script. Mm -hmm. Like between him and Amanda tapping, they would always like give each other a little look or, and when I saw him in uh, last October, Cindy asked him about that, you know, mm -hmm. were those planned? Cause we noticed there's little hand gestures or your hands like almost starts to reach for her, but they don't focus on it because it wasn't mm -hmm. part of the script. It's just if you're someone really paying attention or has seen the episode fifty times, you go. Yeah, it's it's the little he wanted to reach for her. Moments. He wanted to reach for her. He goes, no, we just kind of did what we wanted. I mean, that was it felt right at the moment. So yeah, and and it it's natural because it was. He just went with yeah. it. Well, this monstrosity. I think I've spoken enough of how it's not anywhere near. The actual yeah, I, I in we, any way. I mean, I could spend hours. Yeah, I I think for for uh, for time and whatnot, I think we can say we've put that 
I don't want to necessarily say to bed, but we've we have you 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 get the point. Is my point? Yeah, yeah. We expressed it quite well. For those who had not listened to us before, talk about it. You get the general idea. Nothing like this is what I would tell people. Yeah, nothing. And it's not me again. I always think it might be. Is it me? No, it's not me. Now, before I get into the writing, I I I often think. You know, to the outside people of, of who aren't into MacGyver, I don't know why. Obviously, you've never seen it. Um, you, we must look like we're raving lunatics. Well, I was going to say too protective. Tomato, you know, tomato. <laughs> like, like, no, no, no. Because think about it. When when there's sci-fi things, and they always go, "Oh, the sci-fi guy with the glasses," and mm-hmm. Star Trek that. That holodeck wasn't the same as the one used in episode 202. Okay, you're nitpicking it to death, and that's, you know, you can ruin your own enjoyment of a show if you're going to do that. Yeah, and unfortunately, a lot of people that are like that do tend to ruin their own enjoyment of of the very thing they love. Exactly. Which I always, like, anytime I I see a Star Trek fan getting all hoity-toity about things, I'll just sit there and look at them and say, Star Trek's continuity between the original series anything that has come since is notorious for being contradictory and just absolutely outright absurd, even within the own seasons, sit down and just enjoy your show. And that's how I've had to look at Dr. Who too, because Dr. Who is just a big ball of, I don't know, we got to get out of this situation. Yeah. I mean, and that's the, and that is the problem with any franchise that stays. I don't want to say stays on the No, no. Any franchise that has had the opportunity to be in the public limelight for a consistent amount of time. Sure. And that's yeah. fine. As long as the sincerity is there, you know, uh, whatever. I, I can overlook things. But I often think about to the outside person, and I've had people say this to me because in any – I want to say I'm going to – in anything else in the world – this would be right where people say if you don't like it don't watch it and you're right mm-hmm. that is the that is typically 99.9% of everything else in the world you're right and that is the correct way cuz why waste your time yeah and that's a, and that's honestly what i ended up having to do and i don't i don't i don't remember if it was in the third season or fourth season it was in their mid it was like right around their mid season break and uh, for whatever reason, with all the other stuff that had been going on in the series, because you know me, I always tried to watch it and find something, one kernel, one nugget of just something to be, right, something to find enjoyment out of in said episode. And it was an episode where they, he had gone into the catacombs of Paris and tried to stop a bomb, and I... They're showing the catacombs of Paris as manufactured, finished hallways with brick doors, with doorknobs and all this stuff. I'm like, no, nope. I'm, I'm, I'm completely and utterly done with this BS because that is something that is stupidly easy to fact check. If somebody went back 
and listen to previous episodes. I bet you they could find the episode because I remember we were ranting about it. And you're like, yeah. I think I'm done. I think I'm done. I don't think I need to watch anymore. And I was like, yeah, Godspeed. I don't blame you. Yeah. Um, so here, uh, I mean, I'd still check out the trailers every now and then just out of sheer morbid curiosity, but that was the extent of it. I was like, nope. And then I think when I was thinking about coming back, they removed Jack from the series. Okay. Because I think a lot of times the only enjoyment that I could find in the series wasn't so much the Jack character, but because I enjoy George Eats. George Eats. Sure. And once they pulled that, I'm like, nope, that's it. The series is dead to me. I can't. That was a good out for you. Yeah, so, that, that was the final out for me. Yeah. So I remember that. And just so people understand, 99.9% .9 of anything else, again, this is why we have this podcast, is yeah. because we're celebrating the good and inspiration of Richard Dean Anderson and his shows. So... To answer the question, why don't you just stop watching it? I can't speak for the rest of the world, but I felt two things. One, if I'm going to nitpick something, or not even nitpick, if I'm going to complain, just mm -hmm. downright complain about things that aren't being done right, I need to be educated. I need mm -hmm. to know what I'm talking about. Otherwise, you're just the guy in the corner going, I know, I don't watch it, it's stupid. Well, how do you know it's still stupid? Because what if the episode after you stop watching it, something All good happens? Yeah. Right? So to, to get rid of that side of future arguments or debates or whatever could happen, mm -hmm. I had to know every part of this. Yeah. Not fun, not easy, uh, but necessary because of part two. I feel, in all humility, there are a couple things in this world that I can actually say, I think I know the majority of, of this, more than most in the world. Right. It's not arrogance. It's not because I think I'm smart. It's yeah. because I am so passionate about something there that my, my selective photographic memory kicks in. I You know about that. So Yeah. The, the audience, look it up. Uh, if I like something, whether I want to or not, I'm going to remember details. Yep, it's going to imprint on you. Minutia I'm going to know about that I don't even know I know about until I need to recall it. And then I'll go, oh, yeah, that was such and such, from, you know, and that happened. And then blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. To the point where, you know, even my family still goes, what the hell? Oh, yeah, I just gets... Jess gets mad at me every time we're watching something. I'm like, oh, yeah, that person was in an, sure. in an episode of SG-1. Right. Or that person was in a scene from the – she's just like – and I remember one of our conversations over the phone back when – before we were together, she caught an episode on TV. I was somewhere not watching. And she goes, oh, yeah, Jack just dropped his phone in, in the sink. Oh, yeah, that's this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right about this. That's Lost City. Okay, yeah, part And one. she goes, how enough – Mm-hmm. How? I'm like... You're talking to the know. guy just, that loves it. Yeah. And she just goes, okay. <laughs> okay, accepts it. And it's still, to this day, like, we're, we'll be watching stuff, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this person was on this. You know, it's like, stop. I'm like, no. Right. Yeah. So the, the second part of it is because it is so part of my soul, 
and you know this is it, it is it's part of there are <laughs> there's i think i could whittle it down to three people slash characters that if i had to say these are corners of my soul mm-hmm. it would be richard dean anderson uh michael nesmith mm-hmm. and batman those yeah. three uh, from the time i could you know batman from when i was a kid obviously forward mm-hmm. all parts of them are part of my genetic dna right and again i don't mean that in a braggy way i mean that in a oh it's crap these, these three if you want to understand mac you know these three characters familiarize yourself with them and you'll get an understanding of the type of person you are yes i'll go with that but also the bad part is because i'm so passionate about it i have to protect it now batman batman is not a a solid person built around a human being batman can be interpreted whether you like an interpretation Mm -hmm. okay yeah and and they've even kind of touched on this in the in the myriad of different versions of Batman, Batman is more of a symbol than one solid, solitary individual. Now, we all have a basic, strict rule of things that are universal always for Batman. Yes. Yeah. But you're right. If you expand the circle a little more, you could try different things. You can... Mm-hmm. So it's it would be stupid for me to go, oh, no, Batman is only one way and I need to defend against it. Yeah. Uh, no. So he's more general. Mm-hmm. Michael Nesmith has... He's a human being. He has different things about him. He can speak for himself. Absolutely. And has. And so I don't need to be... You know, I'll defend and fight for people to get the the monkey's story and his story accurate. That's my yeah. thing. Like when they came out with the new monkeys... Do you remember them? Vaguely. Good. That's more than most, thank God. Because... I had that moment of, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> right, which is what I'm hoping will happen with this 2016 version of Not MacGyver. People go, yeah, I have yeah a there feeling... was a god-awful version, wasn't yeah, there? I mean, with, with the way streaming services and stuff are, it will <laughs> always be there, regrettably. Eh. But fortunately, right next to it, will be the pillar that is the OG MacGyver. Because right. you You're can't right. compare. So the other... Uh, so, you know, he's a human being. I will fight for people to get his music and, and understand it. And the facts of him and the monkeys, I'll do that. That I can mm-hmm. fight for. But overall, Mike Nesmith can take care of Mike Nesmith. Oh, yeah. And same with Richard Dean Anderson himself as an individual. Yes, absolutely. He's a person. Yeah. Now, with characters that he's portrayed, that's slightly a different – or that's a different story because the character can't speak for himself. But the fans that love and hold that character near and dear to their heart, such as yourself, such as me, so we have somewhat of a – responsibility yeah yeah a a responsibility Responsibility. to say look you know the 2016 is in name only if you want to truly understand the character that is macgyver first 
watch the original series. Yes, it's seven seasons. Yes, they're long seasons by, by today's standards. Just sit down and watch them. If you want to further understand the character of MacGyver, look into the type of individual Richard Dean Anderson is. And that would give people, I think, a better appreciation for MacGyver. Right. And see, and I feel that I have to watch it and I have to fight against the bad because mm. what's the famous saying? The, for evil to succeed, it's good people. Good men have to do nothing, nothing right? Yep. If I sit back and don't say, oh, whoa, they're doing this wrong. Oh, crap. I will, you know, I will mm -hmm. speak up as we have and say garbage. Just because they slap the name MacGyver on it doesn't mm -hmm. mean I blindly go, oh, then I have to love it. No, I don't. Yeah. I have to fight against the bad and mm -hmm. lift up and show the world the good. So for the yeah. past five seasons, whew, I have suffered through every freaking episode. And fortunately, you no longer have to. Okay, I'll get to that too. Let me talk about the other side of it. There's the way of looking at this as comparing it to the original. Mm. The actual, sorry, not the original. The original sounds like they're on equal footing. The actual MacGyver. Yeah. Okay, let's put that aside because I also, for my sanity and also in my effort to try and spin this in a nice way, mm -hmm. or, or just trying to be fair, let's look at it as its own thing. What if there was no actual MacGyver, MacGyver and this just came about? Okay. Remember what I was saying about how the writing on the uh, the writing from Rick Drew and John Shepard and John mm. Considine and everybody else, they cared. They all had a focus. They all had a mission. They all knew they cared yeah. about where they were going. And I don't know if I mentioned this to, to Rick, but mm. I think I did. I, I think I one of my thoughts trying to suffer through one of these episodes, I ended up texting him. And I said, it feels to me that recently, within the last, I don't know, ten, I would say 10 years, but I think it's a generational thing. I feel like this new wave of TV writers had no uh, guidance, had nobody to stand over them to go, look, listen, kid. I understand you want to do big explosions and you want to do, you know, love story. If you don't have a heart, if the characters aren't someone genuine. that you admire and they're genuine, it's garbage. I understand, ooh, great bike scene where they're chasing through the city streets. That's garbage. That's fluff that you put on top. Yeah, I feel like this, the, the generation that wrote I'm gonna. I, I always think of because it was the same writers uh, who who started it, Hawaii Five O, which was good for Hawaii Five O. It it became monotonous. And I even mm -hmm. said that to Peter Lenkov. I'm like, I stopped watching it because I can predict what every I could predict what your season was going to be, because mm -hmm. in the first episode you'd lay the foundation and say specific things. I'm like, oh, that character is going to die, but they're going to drag it out. Blah 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 blah. So. It feels like this generation that came along were like 
millennials who went, we're not listening to the old folks. We're going to do it our way, you know, quick and explosive. And, and we're going to throw in the love story. And the writing became, and I don't think this is the same with every show because the good shows stand out. Mm-hmm. And we can, that's a side trail that we could go down and later. But the shows that are garbage, that are on network TV, or should I say the mistakes that are constantly made and overlooked by not just the writers, not just the editors, not just the showrunner, not just the network. Like mm-hmm. the audience just goes, oh, yeah, I don't. I, 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 think, I don't strictly think it's a generational thing, but I do think the latest wave of writers are guilty of this. Well, and here's why I say generational. How old do you think these guys are? Because I can tell you how old they were on MacGyver. How old? Younger than us. Well, and that's not that's not millennial, because technically I fall in, well... Generation X is me. Well, yeah, I. depending on which chart you look at, I'm either a millennial or... Gen X. I, I'm the tail end of either one. I'm either at the beginning of millennial or tail end of Gen X. They're younger it, than you. Yeah. And so, and I'm telling you, because I I would go on Twitter and see what they, tonight we're having the writer of this episode, yeah. you know, live tweet. And I just look at it and go, how are you proud of this? Yeah. And I think it's, as a society, and I don't, and, and this is something that I've remarked with a number of people about different things. As a society, at least in our country, we have gotten to the point where we want things fast. We don't we don't care about substance. And that's a shame because substance makes it worth it. So, you yes. know, we end up falling into these pitfalls of having shows like the 2016 MacGyver and the the reboots of Hawaii Five-O and Magnum P.I. and you know all these shows that had their their day in the sun so to speak and were enjoyable but people are still trying to capture you know the, that feeling that that love that enjoyment but in doing so they're forgetting what made those things special you know, you're between the casting, the storytelling, you know, the location for some of them, you know, you actually quoted what a lot of people from the show said in this generation, it's fast and now and explosive and who cares about substance. And this is the perfect example of exactly that because the writers think, eh, eh, look at that. We're going to have, we're, we're skipping over the science part. We just have them up and punch somebody in the face. Maybe. And another thing that they did in the show was it became a soap opera of, ooh, he ha- <gasps> he has a girlfriend. It's the girl on the team. It's that, by the way, the one who came on to replace Jack. Let me take a little sidestep. Just, I meant to say this earlier. In my criticisms and your criticisms, we are not bashing the actors. No, no. I, you know, quite yeah. honestly, I think I'd remembered, I remember... Before we even saw the series, you and I were hopeful, and there was a remark that Lucas Till's character of Havoc remarked in, I think it was Days of Future Past or one of the X-Men movies. There was a line he delivered 
And I remember saying to you, the way he delivered that, I could see the the cornerstone of almost, you know, of Richard Dean Anderson quality of MacGyver. That's it was when he was talking to um, Moira. It, they were talking about, so I can't even remember because it's been forever since I've seen that movie. But there was just, the way he delivered a line in that conversation, it was very reminiscent of how Richard Dean Anderson had delivered lines back in the true MacGyver. That's and very kind of you. Yeah. And then when we got to this, I remember again saying, where was that actor? Because it's not the same actor that was in that movie. It's clearly, you know, he, he clearly either wasn't being directed the same way or was being told, no, do it this way because that's what we're paying you to, you know, and which is a shame because I I think the act I think the actors had they been given the opportunity to explore their characters very much like how Richard Dean Anderson had in the in his run as MacGyver I think that would have been that would have done more of a service for the MacGyver character the other characters and the viewers as a whole instead of being having the all of it just kind of shoved in our face shoved down our throats and told this is macgyver just shut up and enjoy it here's here's what what i would say uh, uh i know i kind of like no no, no, no. The place you're, there a you're bit. still on point i blame the writing because yeah now i'll have actors and people tell me well a good actor I remember um, Michael DeBar saying this. A good actor could take a not-so-great script and act it better than the way it's written. Um, true. Uh, however, I blame the writing because, again, watching every freaking episode for the last mm -hmm. five years, I can say this with authority. Yeah. The writing was juvenile. The writing was unrealistic. I mean, just dialogue was not even – okay, here's one that I went on a rant about. They would do this all the time where they would say, wait a minute. Like say there's four people in a room and they're all talking. Instead of one person saying, wait a minute, if he was in France last Tuesday, the same time my uncle was, that means the two of them are partners. That's a line. Instead, they'll go – Wait a minute. That means person number two will go, if he was in France at the same time, third person, as my uncle. So they that, then so that they means, take a line of dialogue and split it between multiple people. Yeah. So everybody not, and they do it all the time. Yeah, no. Like you might have that where someone starts a thought and like, oh, oh, yeah. And then they and someone else might pick it up and like run with it. Okay, that's more believable. That's fine. But, but to have four people, everybody? yeah, yeah, no, that's some that's some writer like sitting there like, okay, how can we give everybody the same number of lines or same word number of words or whatever? That's right. That's someone filling a quota. And remember, this this not MacGyver, they would write him. <laughs> first of all, he's a guy who needs a team, so already you're not MacGyver. But yeah. but then, oh, he can do everything. By the way. They throw in the girl, so there's a girl on the team, but she's the computer hacker. Um, and they have, you know, Jack Dalton there, the macho guy who's going to shoot people. 
Well, they will have not MacGyver be perfect in everything. By the way, remember, just for fun, he whipped up artificial intelligence. He made a he made a a robot that thought for itself. Okay. Yep, I, I remember that that line thrown out somewhere. I'm like, part no no. They made Sparky, which was the character the, the robot's name, <laughs> be yeah. a part of the cast. So oh, I have a heartache. Because, oh my god, that just hurt my brain. Because that MacGyver is feeling emotions of sadness. Shut up. Stop it. You're they not went, free. They, they did not. You're you're yanking my leg. They did not actually do that. I don't have to make up things to tell you how bad this was. Okay, it, that's that's okay, fair. It gets worse. <laughs> so the 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 girl who comes on who's who originally they write her to be distant, and she's the toughie that's taken Jack Dalton's place. Well, after an episode, they completely changed the character, where now she's making goo-goo eyes at not MacGyver. So then they are... Wow, that's a disservice. This is what you've missed. So now the show becomes about him in a relationship with her. Okay. Okay, so it's a soap opera now. Well, now they throw in the computer girl, Riley, who, by the way, can do everything on a computer. Oh, wait, where are you going? Oh, all right, you can start that car now. No, wait. I'll have the car drive to you. Yeah, right. that's not how oh, any of this works. Wait. Right. Oh, is there a fax machine there? Okay. Beep, boop, boop. Oh, yeah, I can watch it in real time. I'm going to make it blow up right now. Beep, boop, beep. Okay, there's your cue. You guys can go now. That's not how science works. No. They, they made her be able to do everything from her cell phone or her laptop, which she carried with her. Stop yeah. it. That's stupid writing. You don't yeah, that... write yourself out of a potential great yeah attention doing mode. doing stuff like that basically is a giant slap in the face of the audience and it was this every single episode i'm not exaggerating yeah. this no i believe it like i said episode. when when <clears throat> they pulled that nonsense with the crypts of paris right. i was like nope i'm checking out you and guys can't this is something easily fact checkable and if they had paced it better or put a little thought into it, they wouldn't be rushing to the next oh, explosion. The next explosion. You go, no, here's your dilemma for the episode. You know, oh, crap. He's got to get from here to there, and there's guys shooting at him. Oh, mm -hmm. beep, boop, beep, boop. I'm not even on location. I have a little earpiece back at the office. Okay, here comes your motorized vehicle to you. I just hijacked somebody's car. I'm going to open the door for you now. Hop in and drive away. Yeah. Uh, like, no, it doesn't work that way. And then yeah. and then they would like, oh, then they have her. Turns out that her and not MacGyver actually have a crush on each other. And they're the ones that people are rooting for. The the, the Mac Riley. Because you know how you have to mesh names together. So now, wait a minute. He already has a girlfriend. Boy, you could feel that tension. Oh, no, they're going to deny their feelings for a couple seasons. And had we gotten another season of this train wreck, they finally would have been together because... They already had started to write back that the girl that he's with, well, she's only with him because her boyfriend before died on a mission in Afghanistan. Oh, guess what? No, next season, he didn't. He was really undercover. I, I can write this crap or in he's, my sleep. Or he's secretly the next big bad. Or, no. Yeah, but no, no, they were going to have him come back and the two of them get back together. So now he's free to date computer girl. And I, I can predict this. The moment that she told her backstory, 
two episodes before the series ended, I went, oh, you're setting us up so they break up because he's going to come back. Because that's the type of lame setup storytelling that they would do in Hawaii Five O, where they go on, oh, he died. They never found his body. Wink. Yeah. Like, stop it. We know what you're doing. We see what's coming. God forbid you try to, I don't know, write something intelligible that might surprise the audience and treat them like they're not cattle. Yeah. Um, let me think. There's, I mean, there's so many things that I can, I, oh, just, just, it wasn't about the mission. It wasn't about, oh, the, but they always hopped on a plane. They always had their own plane, which they would sit there, drink their champagne. By the way, this MacGyver was a drinker. He would drink beer and have champagne and, you know, uh, maybe bust a rhyme if it was the hip thing to do for that episode. Yeah. And, you know, oh, I started to go down this trail. They would have him be perfect. They would have him be able to speak any language. They would have, you know, they would telegraph what you're supposed to feel about him through the characters. His teammates yeah. would go, wait a minute, Mac. I didn't know that you could speak Swahili. Oh, only, you five, know, <laughs> you know, only 500 words or so. I'm not really an expert. <laughs> Okay, that's messed up because I was sitting here just thinking he's going to say Swahili. <laughs> right? So, and, oh, and, and by the way, one of the setups for the episode, the girlfriend goes, where have you been going all this time? What do you mean? I'm out on a run. Okay, I'm sitting in your car at this factory. You're, you've been lying to me for the last two weeks or the last three months. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I've been spending my weekends trying to cure cancer. I want you to let that sink in for a second. Because in their mind, they're not MacGyver. Even though he needs a team to do everything, he can do everything. He can, you want him to do, hey, he can walk on water if you want him to. Yeah, well, I know one thing that frustrated me, one of the many other <laughs> was, you know, with, the, the cold opens for the original series. Mm -hmm. You know, we'd catch him in the middle of a mission or at the typically towards the end of a mission. They tried to pull that nonsense, or they tried to pull that in this nonsense right. in a way that, again, was a slap in the face to the, to the, you know. And, you know, I remember a lot of times... They'd be like him and Jack or him and Riley would be in a in the in a situation that, you know, likely we're gonna end with them dying. And they'd have their cute little quips or whatever. Yeah. But we'd never see the the Resolve? Yeah. The resolve. It would just be like, okay, I hope this works, and then bam, right into the credits. Like, <laughs> but like we got to make funny little comments to each other, right? Remember that yeah, time in Afghanistan? <laughs> Stop yeah. it. That's I mean oh. I could write and I'm not exaggerating i could write this in my sleep i i would watch it here's what happened <clears throat> towards the end the last season or so mikey because here's <laughs> during the commercial breaks i would run downstairs or afterwards i would run downstairs and give a brief because i had to vent mm -hmm. synopsis to my family of the garbage that i just witnessed and again Still not trying to compare it to actual MacGyver. I'm just talking sure. about terrible, god-awful dialogue and plots and non-character development 
and just the whole thing. I would go downstairs and go, here's what happened here. And just watch them go, you, you're kid Like you said, you've got to be kidding. You've got this. Obviously you're exaggerating. Yeah. Mikey started coming up with me. He goes, I think I'm going to suffer with you. I want to see if it's as bad as you say. Just, I mean, basically yeah. it's, it's hate watching together. Now is what it is <laughs> because he knows I have to watch it. Yeah. You, you know, so people can't say, well, you never watched it. No. You know, well, he's bon- but he's bonding with me watching this and understanding well, yeah. what I'm talking about. Um, he would come up the last season or so. Yeah, it was like halfway through the previous season. And he'd be like, oh, you're going to make me go up and watch this? I'm like, no, you don't have to watch it. But, you know, I have to. And you're like, all right, I'm coming. So, <laughs> and, and again, this is a kid. He's 12. Yeah. He's going, I can't believe they allowed this to be on the screen. Like this, this had to pass through so many eyes and hands. And apparently uh, the network was also pressuring them to, you got to do romance. You got to do this. You got to do that. Oh, you got to have your pandering topic of the week episode. Let me give you an example. This past season. They had to have a quarantine episode. Now, instead of just picking up and, and talking about why they were in masks, not that you have to. Yeah. But going forward, the moment they start filming, we're all in this world together. Have them wear masks. On Chicago PD, they're using them. But they yeah. don't go, audience, we're going to tell you just so you know there's a pandemic going. Well, not not MacGyver would. They go, boy, that's pandemic. If I... If I have to fight over toilet paper one more time, they'd hit all the cliche. Yeah. You know, they, like, and that's, you know, it's funny. The, um, now I, I didn't, I don't watch the NCIS Los Angeles series, but I do watch L or I do watch the original, original and New Orleans. And yeah, filming with, you know, film, you could tell when they started filming post pandemic or once, you know, during pandemic, I should say, because they, they acknowledge that, you know, the world that they're in is our world, essentially, and they're in a pandemic. You know, they didn't dwell on toilet paper or anything like that. It's just, it's it's the world we live in. And the only quasi-pandering-ish thing that they did in New Orleans was the one guy, uh, Pride, couldn't operate the bar that he had picked up over the course of the series because it was a place where people could gather in masks so he and somebody that he found out he was uh, half related to through his father turned it into a basically a food bank where people could come up and say hey you know my family's struggling because of everything do you have a care package you know could could we get have a care package so they kind of did it in a way that they worked it into sort of like a subplot for the character well, but anyway, yeah, it was never, you know, none, neither of those two series did it in a pandering way. It was just, this is the world we live in. Well, so this series, which takes place in the same, on the same network. In the same universe, to, actually. It's actually supposed to be the same universe. Wait, I'm sorry. No, yep. no, 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 yep. no, no. Okay, now I know you're making shit up. No, NCIS okay. has crossed over with Hawaii Five-0. 
the LA one. Sure. Well, what? it would have to be the LA one because it would make the most sense. Okay. Well, those three the universe. Oh my god. Wait, wait. It's it's worse. It's Scorpion, NCIS, not <laughs> MacGyver, Hawaii Five O, Magnum PI. Uh, well, technically Jag because Jag started first. Jag and also. Went into NCIS. There you go. Yeah. Jag. So it goes Jag, NCIS. L.A., New Orleans, and now Hawaii, which is, I'm sure, going to cross over with a bunch of stuff. Right. MacGyver, Hawaii Five-0, Magnum. and Magnum. And Scorpion. Don't forget Scorpion. Oh, Scorpion, because that was just a gem. Sorry. Right. No, no, I didn't watch it, so I, I hear you. <laughs> I watched one episode, and I'm like, no, we're done. Nope. Right. Nope. I remember we talked about it, too. Suspension of disbelief could, could only go so far. So... A, I know, I know. So picture that. That's all part of the same universe. So not MacGyver does a pandemic episode. Da 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 pandemic. They they make such a obnoxious mockery where it shows them sitting around. It's it's him and, and uh um uh, his friend who again they named after a MacGyver character, but it's nothing like it. Mm-hmm. Him and Riley, the girl who they secretly like each other, even though they won't admit it yet, um, they're all quarantined together in not MacGyver's wonderful house, which I don't know how he affords, but that's nitpicking. Um, It shows them fighting over toilet paper. It shows him passing the time making a homemade air compressor for people who have trouble breathing. Okay. And he's playing the ukulele, singing Pfizer, yeah, Pfizer. Holy crap. I'm glad I jumped ship when I did. Holy crap. So, okay, so that was a whole episode. It was, I I got vomit in my throat right now. Um, Then, a little while later, (laughs) towards the end, they have... You know, they have to have their moment of, let's talk to the world of how, you know, we, we, we're we on top of what's PC around here. Him and Riley, who is, um, has African-American in her heritage. Mm-hmm. His girlfriend is Asian. So, oh, and so is his buddy, who's also African-American. Yeah, I think uh, Riley was supposed, is supposed to be... Uh, African-American and maybe a little bit of Latina. Yes. Latino, I think. Uh, Afro-Latino, I think, is the term when it's combined like that, I think. I could be wrong. Right. But uh, anyway, continue. So they're uh, they're in some other country, which, by the way, it just shows them, oh, we have to go to Mikawakawa. All right. Take your big jet and they fly there, and you know they. The, uh, I can't think of the actor's name from Lost. Um, he's on there, and, and he's a wonderful actor. God love him for being on that dumpster fire. Um, oh, what the heck was the character's name? The one who was brother, the one who was in the hatch, Desmond. Oh, uh, Desmond. Desmond. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway, he became part of the. He's now their their the guy who funds them. So 
they're on a plane on their way to Nekamagalaya, and that's how it typically goes, where they skip over it, and then they do the little at the bottom that says, somewhere, we're not telling where, in Nakawakawa, yeah. the gang is all together. And they're walking, they're trying to blend in with the protest for that country. Well, you know, this country's had a lot of economical problems, Mac, uh, who, by the way, a little sidestep. You know how he's supposed to hate his name? There is no reason for this not MacGyver to be called Mac or MacGyver when every time he or anybody in that cast introduces him as Angus. They don't always say MacGyver. But yeah. yet the stranger who you just met at a party goes, MacGyver, could you come over? No, no. They don't call me Jackson. They don't yeah. go, Jackson, get over here. I go, mm, yeah. I'll introduce myself. You go by first names. So, and, yeah. And when they do say Angus, he doesn't care. He doesn't wince. He doesn't go, okay, can we not call me? He had no point complaints. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah. the writing and, as yeah. far as the logic of just calling him what they call him doesn't even make sense. Yeah. So now they're walking through this this uh, protest. Oh, the people of this country. Yeah. Well, you know, it's. Uh, I went to the Black Lives Matter protest, and Riley goes, "What? Yeah, that time when we weren't working. I I flew down to Washington and was part of the Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Oh no, you weren't." No, you weren't. No, you weren't. That's not how the world works. If you don't go running to every protest because now it's topical. Yeah. But for this, they didn't. She goes, what? I didn't know you you, you cared about yeah, things like that. You can that. tell it was forced. It, there was no organicness to it. Let, let, me, let me spell it out for you. She goes, I didn't know you cared about Black Lives Matter. And here, here he, oh. he goes, well, you know, I figure if I'm always busy saving the world i might as well care about the people in it too and and just like you and bozer that's who he's named right i'm not wait i'm not done he goes you know i can't imagine what you and bozer must be going must go through and she says and i quote i didn't know you realized i was black and he says here's the here's the topper Here's the topper. He says, Riley, I see you. Oh my God. I see you. Stop it. That's not the way you talk. But some writer who doesn't care has to get their PC moment in. Go, we have to make this. This is and I and I can sit here and come up with at least five different ways that that same scene could have played out that wouldn't have felt so goddamn ham-fisted, and would have felt more organic than that vitriol. I'm not kidding. Wow. It it's it, it's now. I mean, you, you think I'm pulling out a a, a rare moment. This was every episode. Oh, no, episode. I know you're probably not because that just seems to be the the motive or, yeah, the uh, the typical move for the writers for, for that series. I so just... let me read you, while we're on the topic, let me read you the... Screen cap that you took? Yeah. Got to find it first. I had it. Two seconds here. Ah, here it is. 
So this is someone who, even though I don't agree with all of what they're saying, he's trying to put a positive spin on it. I would tear this apart and go, that's not accurate. No, I disagree. But here, here's what they said. I've been put, by the way, this is after the show got uh, canceled, which I'll get okay. to in a second. I've been putting this off for a while, but I had the honor of standing in photo doubling and doing some stunts for Lucas Till on MacGyver for three seasons. The entire cast and crew made this show, big letters, phenomenal. No, no, it, it was never phenomenal. It was always a dumpster fire. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be able to watch and learn from these amazing people on a daily basis. Very sweet of him to say. Uh, I wasn't able he to... He might be- have been... He, he sounds like he's talking strictly of a behind-the-scenes as an extra. Sure. Continue. Sure. No, yeah. And again, we weren't there. I, that's the other thing, too. I'm sure the people, the production, worked very hard. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, so you know, I'm not I hope- tearing those people down. Oh, yeah. And, I, and quite honestly, you know, I hope... Everyone, even Lucas Till, finds work after this, you know. Right. It's just... Um, I was fortunate to amazing people on a daily basis. I wasn't able to be there this season due to personal reasons, but I was looking forward to come to come back for season six. <laughs> so you can imagine how well I took the cancellation news. Not well. However, it didn't surprise me too much. Why? Well... I say this as a fan of the show and someone who put in 12 to 14 hours a day, five days a week for three seasons on it. It started, here we go, when CBS decided to push the love triangle and other teenage drama, he's nailing it, BS as the main storylines and divert from the action slash adventure MacGyver and MacGyver moments that fans loved, which they never accomplished, but I see what he's saying. Yeah, I mean, they barely got close, but yes. Yeah. They love the science and the fact that when a situation seemed the most desperate and impossible to get out of, there is always a way. That's how it should be, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the using... Okay, here's where he's being too generous. The using... And, and using real science and physics in the MacGyver moments. Yeah. Um, I remember near the end of the fourth season questioning the physics and science of a few MacGyver moments. It took him four seasons? And I was simply told, Matt, it's a TV show. Don't worry about it. Or, nobody's going to notice. Well, the fans that MacGyver had for seasons one, two, three, and four noticed. That's why they turned out, tuned out, sorry, tuned out and ratings dropped. You flipped the show 80% action-adventure and 20% drama into a show that was now 80% teen drama and 20% action-drama. So, CBS, you deserve to lose MacGyver and the amazing cast and crew. But if you want to MacGyver your way back to higher ratings, put Lucas Till in creative control. Well, now he's just... Okay. Put Lucas Till in creative control and control of the direction of the show. Okay. Then the ratings will soar through the roof. The only problem this show has is the people calling the shots at the top who have zero creative ability and just see it as a business. Yep. And frankly, my dear CBS, you took your own incompetence out on the cast and crew 
you've come to know as family. So yeah, I'm a little ticked off. He doesn't say ticked. Uh, I, yeah, I prefer setting the. Uh, I prefer setting things calmly, settling, settling things calmly and civil. But if you want to throw hands, I hate that. But just just slide my DMs, slide in my DMs, and we can set a time and place. All right, skip that last part. Um, but you get the idea. This is yeah. someone who is on and, the set and even said. And, and quite honestly, it just sounds like he just signed his own blacklist. Yeah, but for that, minute. like, whatever. For, for that last little diatribe he, he threw in there, I'm like, uh, dude, yeah, if you ever want to work in, in that business again, you probably should never added that last bit. But Right. Yeah. So, you know, uh, the we know anybody who has heard anything knows the problems behind the scenes that they had, which is why Peter Linkoff was gone. They yep. brought in um, a new showrunner, but the show never changed. It never got better for the audience. Yeah, it's not that I hope I'm hopeful Peter Linkoff. I should rephrase that. I'm hopeful that. Peter Linkov's issues version of what he wanted to produce isn't what we got. You know what I mean? Because if if oh. that's what we got, then he was full of malarkey when he told you you what he was planning originally. But yeah, like if if the series didn't change when the when the showrunner swapped over to a different one, or the, yeah. they swapped in a different showrunner, that's telling of how much or how little involvement. Peter Linkoff actually had in actually, you know, molding and cultivating. Being a showrunner. Yeah, being the actual showrunner. Like, I found out recently uh, the the original NCIS series. The guy who was the showrunner for that, uh, he he's done damn near every series known to man up until NCIS. He either stepped down or was asked to step down after like five or six seasons of that series. Mm -hmm. But when he did, they kept what he did to make that series an enjoyable series. Now I know you have your feelings about it, CIS, but they didn't. Yeah, but it's not garbage. What's that? It was not garbage. That's Oh yeah, no. Even you know. But yeah, they didn't they didn't all of a sudden change it from what it was to something that was like completely reverse of what it was right so you know it's one of those things i'm wondering if for whatever reason with macgyver the the tv executives were like we don't trust your we don't trust your judgment you know lenkov so we're gonna we're gonna give you half the freedom with macgyver as you know because we like what you did with with Hawaii Five O, so we're going to make you do Hawaii Five O just with MacGyver, right? Yeah, and he and hopefully he was probably like, well, no, I don't want to make Hawaii Five O. I've done that series. That's why it's Hawaii Five O. You know, I want to do MacGyver. You know. Yeah, yeah, I agreed. <sighs> um. So yeah, so now this show was yeah. always garbage. And that's being kind. And again, I say this not as someone goes, that's not my MacGyver. No, this was a garbage show. From yeah, from from just overall. Like, I know there were times up. where I struggled. I struggled to find something positive, something enjoyable to see in an episode. 
and you know you shouldn't like and i and i had tried to okay this is a different series this isn't macgyver this, right. this is you know and even just from trying to go in pardon the expression going in blind it really this was like lowest common denominator quality this was a couple steps above like jersey shore quality tv yeah it's it like i said and, it, and, and i don't mean any disrespect to the people that enjoyed jersey shore for whatever reason. reason enjoy enjoy what you want but when you go into a series definitely on something on tv like on cbs you expect a certain level of quality that this show quite honestly i felt never really delivered nor did they try because again they took shortcuts and didn't care about the audience they cared about yeah. and again there's nobody in the writer's room and i again looking to be fair looking to try and maybe have my view changed in some mm -hmm. direction i would go in and look at at what during the show and the live tweets and hear what the thoughts were and the people that wrote it and I'd look at their resume and see what other things they wrote. I'm like, this is garbage. This is, I can't, I can see why you think, oh, you think this is like acceptable because based yeah. on your other crap, there was no old school, you know, someone with knowledge and experience standing over them going, mm -mm, don't, don't write easy. And that's all that they did. They wrote predictable and easy. Yeah. And quite honestly, I think that's why we see such a, that's where I want to use That's why I think we are seeing such a success of shows on certain platforms. Like now, now it's called C or now it's called Paramount Plus, but CBS All Access is Paramount Plus's original content, you know, Discovery, Picard, um, right. Amazon's myriad of shows. The fact that they took, uh, the expanse and picked it up for i think they're going for another season or two seasons mm. these shows are being given the opportunity to flourish and do very well right and it's just very heartbreaking to see franchises that you know we're beloved fan or you know we we hold them near and dear to our hearts being treated as this just they're lesser than because there's no care for them. Not only is I think it... I think had had this series gotten picked up and had the opportunity to be done on at the time it was CBS All Access or Amazon or Peacock or whatever, I think it would have been better set up for success because there wasn't there wouldn't be that feeling that oh well we need to just basically cater to the lowest common denominator the the again the foundation would have to be connected to the original otherwise it doesn't fly absolutely but yeah. you're right and i was thinking as you were saying all that you know a tv show shouldn't be work to get through that's why we stopped no. watching the cw shows because it like i i felt like this is effort to have to sit through oh is this almost over don't watch it so yeah there there are some shows that for whatever reason the i yeah with some of the cw shows like 
Jess and I finished up Black Lightning, and we were glad to see it finally have an end, but there were just some things. It's like, why are you guys going down this path when I'd said something to Jess while we were watching the Flash, yeah, Flash, Flash recently. It's almost as if the writers have forgotten their own history. Right. Well, right. And and my my point was, okay, there are shows that you go, this isn't, I feel like this is work to get through. This, not MacGyver, was worse because it was so offensible that it was even on the air that you're like, holy crap, this isn't just boring. This is insulting. So... Mac, would you say this would be almost a form of torture if someone yes. wanted to get information out of you? That would basically, yes. I, honest to God, because I've, I've used that comparison. I said, this is probably the worst thing I've ever had to sit through, but yet sit through it I will because I need to know. Oh, yeah, because you want to be able to, like like I said, I will critique it up to the point where I stopped watching. Right. Yeah. You, you After you that, failed, I can't say because, I mean, I, aside from catching the occasional trailers, I can say the trailers didn't do didn't didn't inspire the most utmost confidence of trying to, to win me back. But yeah, I just, I mean, I, I envied you when you got to quit. I'm like, darn it. I have to have a leg to stand on. I have to be knowledgeable. Yeah. And you know, and the fact that you stuck with it, I, you know, I, I gotta say, I respect you for that because you willingly put yourself through that week after week so that you had the solid ground to stand on and say, this is why I have a problem with the series. Well, did you ever watch it? Yes, and a matter of fact, I can I can say in this episode, this is the reason why here, this episode, this episode, this episode, you know. And, you know, I think a lot of these people that will critique things, more often than not, they're just critiquing it because they can't be bothered to actually put in the effort to educate themselves as to why they don't like something. So, yes, agreed. And so just to, when I was home working from home, I'm not anymore. Um, I decided, all right, if this is coming to an end, let me see. I'm pretty sure this hasn't changed at all other than swapping out certain characters. Let me start, let me just play the pilot. Mm -hmm. So I sat there and watched the pilot. It's always been garbage, the same level all the way through. It just, at least it's been consistent. the The only, the only difference was, they gave him love interests that were, you know, they, yeah, ooh, attention, whatever, it's garbage. But um, so now, the final part, now I get the news, holy crap, it's canceled. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you the truth. I felt like all of a sudden a weight had been lifted off of me that I didn't even realize I was carrying. Not even that. For me, I got giddy. <laughs> I mean, I, I chuckled. I'm 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 gonna be honest. I laughed. Quite I a bit. I I you know when you get, at least I do, when I get so happy about something, or relieved, like you said, the weight is now lifted off you. Like, ah, oh, I don't have to. Uh, uh, not to go down. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. Had it gone longer than the than the actual the yeah. original, I would have, I would have been furious. Well, yeah, garbage. I mean, it's it's the world we live in where garbage floats to the top a yeah. lot of times. So, I I just sit there. I'd be quiet for a second. All of a sudden, go. <laughs> uh, 
uh, <laughs> I just start laughing yeah. because, and it's not to be mean again to the people. If you decided to keep listening, you still love that show. It wasn't to laugh at them. Yeah. It was because of holy. Cr okay, you know what? It also reminded me of. What's that? To go down this hole, but when Trump was lost the the presidency, it mm. was that relief of oh God, it's over. Good riddance. Yeah. I'm so no, I. I, can... I I don't I have to see that. Comparison. I don't feel that dread that, yeah. oh God, everything is terrible. Everything is horrible. Yeah. Same thing with this you, show. You, you, you no longer had to feel the, the need to wake up like Picard and going damage report, you know? Yeah. It was the, ah. <sighs> it was like, oh, uh, thank God. No, no more fuel to the fire of garbage. Yeah. So I do have a question for you since I had checked out. Did they ever bring back Patricia? Thornton. No. Damn it. And oh. I remember I remember when they hit that reveal that she was the villain or she was a, a villain. I'm like, okay, now see, that's a bold choice. This is something that could theoretically, maybe, air quotes for those that are listening to this, possibly make this show redeemable. Nope. So they never went no. back and revisited her. Got got you one worse. They <sighs> killed Jack Dalton off screen. What? This season, they go, because they have to have a reason to go on a mission. Wait, we just got the secret message. It's encrypted or it from Jack. Oh, Angus will know how to figure out what he meant by it. Hey, remember that time in Afghanistan? Yeah. Well, if you go to his apartment, you look behind the picture, there's a nugget of a uh, cream corn can. And if you take the cream corn can and hold up to the light, that means he's dead. Or something stupid where basically... He had left to fulfill his mission. Well, he didn't fulfill it. He got killed. And I thought, well, you know what? I don't believe he's dead because if this show goes another season, they could always bring him back. Yeah. Well, no, he's dead. That was it. There was no, I wonder if he really is alive. They're like, nope, we had a funeral for him. They showed them at the funeral. Talk about him a couple times during the episode. That That is a slap. That That's like, that's a slap in the face by like a chair to they the actor. They don't care. So when they announced this, I was so excited. And of course I waited until let's it, the shows sometimes get picked up again, even though they said it was canceled. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to celebrate too soon, but I can't help but be giddy. I mean, I laughed for at least over a week, just spontaneously. Whenever I think about it, I go, <laughs> so then I wait. And by the way, there were only three episodes left. It was a Friday. Right. They said, tonight is the third to last episode because they told them quick. Guess what? You're not getting any more. Gone. Yeah. And well, at that at that point, you know, you know the uh, the writing is on the wall because they're literally announcing countdown well, style. The actors didn't even know. Like, they found out when we knew. So, you know. Oh, Lucas, no, see, I feel bad for the actors having to find out that way. And Luke, yeah, Lucas Till went on and like did a quick video. I just got the news. I'm sorry, everybody. Thank you for your love and support. Yeah. Um, you know, all of that good stuff. So now I have to wait the two more weeks because you never know. What if CBS decides to go, no, we'll have a keep around. Well, it was the only show out of their dramas, I believe, that they yanked. Everything else got picked up except that they're like that one is yeah. gone so other than shows that were already going to end anyway yeah i know um 
NCIS New Orleans, they had actually quietly canceled back in February. Right, right. And I mean, in the way they ended that series, it, it works. It it fulfilled the story, the longer story arcs that they had for the characters. So then I have to wait and see. Wow, that and sucks. Then, yeah. And then it's over. Now, do they end it with any sort of grand finale? No. All they did well, was it's it's almost difficult for them to at that point. I mean, and, I hate yes. to say it. And they quickly re-edited a couple seconds of an episode of the episode where it showed a lot of him and Riley where, you know, oh, flashback of them. Oh, 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 because the showrunner went on and said, here's what we would have done during season six. It would have been more garbage, but she at least said, this is what our plan was. So, so at least people got closure as to what would have happened except okay. for the millennials and the and the people who think lucas till is just a cutie pie that want season six they're like oh that makes me angry we want to see that right. so they started a campaign mistakenly we're gonna save macgyver because and in here's why it wasn't about anything that is related to macgyver they want to see the Mac Riley relationship. Gotcha. That was their main. They're, well, they're a family. They're a tight knit family. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're, they're family like because the writers had them tell you we're like a family. Yeah. There's nothing organic about them. Uh, you know. Anyway, so they had bought a couple billboards. Uh, one was in Phoenix, Arizona, I think. Because Phoenix, oh, remember? The Phoenix. It wasn't the Phoenix Foundation. They had to hip it up. Yeah. We're on our way back to the Phoenix. Well, they put one there, and they put one in Times Square, I think, or L.A. It was either L.A. or Times Square. Okay, so fans pooled their money and did that. It doesn't matter. I mean, yay for you throwing your money away. And, and these people still think that they're going to fight and, oh, we're going to find another network to continue this. It was garbage. Yeah. It was garbage from day one. Nobody's fighting with you. Yeah. It's, I'm curious, I'm curious now because I want to see if, if uh, any of the remaining actors from the series have moved on to. Oh, they have. They have. Other productions. Yeah. Lucas Till has a new thing. Um. Right. Mostly just curiosity, so. Sure, sure. But my point is, it's over. Just like yeah. just like the Trump four years are over, the not MacGyver five years are over. Oh, that's cute. Lucas Till's thumbnail for his uh, acting profile is his MacGyver. Uh, all right, let's see here. Mm. Okay, yeah, he's, it's, he's in something, at least in pre-production. Sure. So hey, that's good. I mean, good hopefully this will not be a uh, anchor for him, and he can. No, 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 no. Because even though, on. even though the network put it on a Friday night where nobody changes their channel and it had no competition, and they're like, "We won Friday nights." Okay. Did you though? <laughs> right, but if Did you just, though? <laughs> if you spin it that way, then you know. Uh, hey, we won Friday against nothing. So yeah, you're right. Yeah. You know, but. So he'll he'll be fine. Yeah. Um, the lady that played Riley doesn't have anything. 
pending right now, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Well, uh, you got to remember when you're on a show for any significant amount of time, take a break. Like you don't yeah. have to jump to your next year. David Tennant goes from one project to the next. I'm surprised he's able to have children. Uh, but most people after a successful series, take a vacation. They'll take a, they'll take a bit of a break. Yeah. Right. And you should for your own mental well-being. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to make sure we're not missing anything. I'm sure there's plenty that we could say about it, but overall it's over. Yeah. I, when, when I got the news, I think like I, I told I said, you, I'm the one. Yeah, you'd, and I was just like, I think my exact words were, Oh, really? Thank God. <laughs> well, and, and you know what? We asked this in the beginning or in the middle of this, do we think, that this reboot, because I had someone come at me and say that they think that this was good for the actual MacGyver. And I tried to look at it that way because you figure, you would hope, I don't think this happened much, but people who watch the remake might go back and watch the original. Well, if you went I mean, back- I'm hopeful people did. If you went back and watched the original, you wouldn't continue to watch the remake. It is apples and fiery oranges. Yeah. They are they are very incredibly difficult to compare because one was a completely original concept that stayed true to itself, and the other one had the name of the other. Right, right, exactly, yeah. and and you know so in the long run, do I think that it did this hurt or help MacGyver? Because it kept it, okay, I'm going to say it the same way as I did with the new monkeys. Mm -hmm. It's a blemish on the legacy. It was, it's a mistake, and people, are gonna yeah. people may refer to this down the road as, oh, yeah, I'm praying. I can't wait for that day where they go, oh, yeah, they did do that one in the, in the 2000s, didn't they? That was terrible. Yeah. And then go back to talking about the actual MacGyver. Yeah. I think that's really what the legacy is going to be. Now, there's people oh, who on, yeah. on social media go, I like both. I don't know you people. I don't get you people. <laughs> I, hey, I don't, if, if, if there are people that could enjoy both, they are made of sturdier things than you or I. They're but, made, I don't know about sturdy. They're made well, of more uh, accepting yeah things than you and i like i said like i've said you know it, looking at it it and my best friend god love him he said this is not macgyver this is mission impossible just under the name of macgyver yeah or team macgyver or team macgyver yeah and you know it's and you know that's not saying that macgyver never teamed up he did but only when it was needed actually let me let me let me add to that <clears throat> One of the things about MacGyver is he doesn't think he's special. No, he doesn't. MacGyver doesn't go, well, I'm the guy who whips something out of nothing. That's me. When you need that guy, hey, I'm here for you. I, I, I want to join this team. He sees himself, and it was great because I did this on our group page on Facebook, on the MacGyver podcast group page, people join it. Mm -hmm. uh, people from the show, Steve Downing chimes in, uh, writers, everybody, on their thoughts. And one of the things I said was it dawned, it, I was reminded by watching it that 
MacGyver never tries to stand out in the crowd. He thinks he doesn't think of himself as the special guy. We do. We know yeah. he's MacGyver. Like you say yeah. MacGyver, that means something. He just thinks he's a guy who's part of humanity, trying to do what little he could. Um, so when he is part of a team in an episode, that's him kind of just trying to help other people who already were grouped together. He didn't, he didn't yeah. go, I need people. I need, he doesn't, he's like, oh, can I help yeah. here? Let, let me, we're all working yeah. together. Next thing you know, you look, you go, oh yeah, that was a more of a group effort for this mission. Yeah. That and and thrown behind you, can, lines. you can go back in your mind and really easily pick out, I'd say a dozen episodes. Not even, that, not even. I could think of two off the top of my head. Jenny's, well, I, I, Jenny's Chance. <laughs> And the the episode that was uh, the Sting episode. Those two were intentionally made to be, uh, basically to lighten the load on Richard Dean Anderson. It was to give him a break. Twice Stung was the name of it. Uh, But I always think because they were doing the Sting. I think they even mention it. But uh, those two stand out because they're some of my least favorite because, again, my enjoyment is contingent on how much of Richard Dean Anderson is in this episode. It may Absolutely. be a fi- it may be a fine episode, but it's going to be lesser because it's not focused enough on MacGyver. You know, right to what you were saying. Yeah, there's only a handful, if that. Yeah, I was being obviously very generous with my my number right. thrown out there because I just tried to pull it off the top of my head. Sure. Um, but yeah, the. The, the point was this was flawed from the ground up. Um, yeah. and, and like I said, I, a twisted part of me really wants to go back and watch what that original pilot was supposed me to too. be. Me too, because I want to be, no, be all-encompassing of what anything that says MacGyver. Yeah. Or- now, <laughs> let's go down this thought exercise. What if... <laughs> <laughs> This is just a weird form of torture, I guess. What if what we would have originally gotten as a trailer or as a series with right. that original pilot? Sure. What if, for whatever reason, we actually would have enjoyed that pilot over the flaming mess that we got? How messed up would that be? That would, I would be racking my brain like, okay, so wait, you guys presented that pilot in this way that ended up pissing everybody off so you went down this path but yet had you had somebody just re-edit the freaking trailer and shown a true representation of the pilot you could have actually had maybe something worthwhile yeah i i honestly think the redone pilot was probably better than the original pilot. oh more than likely more than likely but again it wouldn't matter. The moment that they decided to do a new version and mm-hmm. expect us, not just us, I mean the, the world, to go, yeah, yeah we're, you expect us to accept this instead of, instead of. Yeah. It, you were flawed. It was never going to work. It was never going to be good. Anything close to what no. could have worked. The way they could have, like you said, they could have done the same exact garbage show but if you tied it in with and said it was his grandson 
it still would have been garbage, but at least it wouldn't have peed all over what we knew. You just go, okay, so his grandson's an a-hole. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And people would be like, okay, this is a continuation of MacGyver. It's and there was got always MacGyver. The it, you know, it's got MacGyver in yeah. it, but his grandson needs it, you know, the And Richard Dean Anderson might have shown up for this. Had yeah. they tied it into the original, but thank God he listened. And then, through having him there, he could have used his influence. influence? His, he could have used his... Charisma? Charisma, his je ne sais quoi, and say, you know, your character needs to evolve. You know, don't have him constantly be this throughout the entire thing. Right. Have him start this way, have a moment of, you know, humbleness, and then rising above what he was you know i honestly god think if he had been part of it at all unless they were intentionally turning a blind eye i think he would have been influential just being on the set oh probably um to what degree would be up to if how open the people in charge were to going oh we've been doing this all wrong all yeah. this oh we could you know and again i had want to hear my i don't know if i ever mentioned to you i always had this this dream for the last five years fantasy as it were, yeah. of what I wanted to have happen. I would love had, at any point in the series, they had, after hearing us, come to me and said, look it, we'd like to sit in a room. I don't care if it's through Zoom or in person. We'd like you to sit with the people in charge, including the writers, and share these thoughts with them. Because we're not doing well, and we're looking to fix it. Do you have ideas? Yeah. Everything that we said, I would be saying to them. But I also, they go, all right, well, well, it's already started. How do we fix it? It's already, you know, we're already, how many seasons in? How would we fix it? You can fix it. Even if it were the last episode, you could fix it. Mm -hmm. Here's my idea. I'm going to give you the, the finale would have been zoom out, have Sam and, and his father sitting watching that show going this is a show based on you huh yeah well wasn't wasn't really like you dad yeah well you know i mean you know it's the idea <laughs> so that way you're like oh it's like a new heart thing where they you know oh that okay generally speaking i'm not a fan of that type of approach to finales but oh my god that would have been <laughs> right phenomenal and that, <laughs> and that way everybody's happy the people oh. who actually care about macgyver go oh it's just a show within a show okay yeah now if you want to go back earlier and say let's say they go well if you don't like it how do we fix it we don't want to lose our actors how do we fix this mm -hmm. easy easy we can wrap this show back into the actual macgyver here's how Start off the episode with not MacGyver mm -hmm. waking up in a chair, tied to a chair, like, you know, all drugged up or whatever, looks over, sees whoever. So let's say Jack, they're Jack Dalton mm -hmm. or by himself. It doesn't matter. I'm just trying to do this and go, depending on when this would take place, uh, he would see Michael DeBar in front of him. Hello, MacGyver. Or, I'm sorry, let me back up even further. This is even a better idea. 
he turns and looks, and there's Richard Gene Anderson. Okay. And he looks at him, and then Murdoch comes in and goes, hello, MacGyver. And he looks up, but he's actually talking to Richard Gene Anderson. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Oh, did my drug, how did my drug work for you? You know, it turns out, long story short, he's either been drugged or brainwashed all this time where the seasons that you saw, those characters were part of his life, but he wasn't, it wasn't him. It, his grandfather is Richard Dean Anderson MacGyver. He mm-hmm. can be called Angus Jr. or Stanless. I don't really care what they call him. Right. His grandson. Murdoch has been playing the long game with not MacGyver, where the guy who he was calling Jack Dalton, you had MacGyver go, Jack Dalton? No, that's, and use the original name that George Eads had. All those mm-hmm. characters that had their original names are mm-hmm. the actual characters in his world. And in his drug state, he's remembering all of that as meshing the names of Patricia Thornton, mm-hmm. Bozer, Jack Dalton, Nikki Carpenter, and have his grandfather go, no, you know who Jack Dalton is. Yeah, with the mustache, the, your pilot friend. Yeah, that whole thing. So that way, not only do they have an adventure. Oh, by the way, uh, the Murdoch that they use, David mm-hmm. Desmulchin, that's not Murdoch. Maybe he's going to call himself Murdoch, but he's Murdoch in training from Michael DeBar. Yeah. He's not Hillman. Michael DeBar isn't Hillman. He's actual the Murdoch that we know yeah. and love. This is his apprentice. And he yeah. brings him into the room and goes, now we're going to have some fun. And the whole episode could be a Murdoch, double Murdoch thing double MacGyver. Yeah. with MacGyver teaming up with his grandson. And when they wrap that up, now they explain to the grandson and the audience, oh, here's what you thought was going on all this time. No, you've been in a, you, that's not real. We have to deprogram you. This is actual, and now you've fixed it. Mm-hmm. Now you didn't wipe out anybody's job. You didn't wipe out any stories from the whatever seasons you were on. Mm-hmm. Everybody's happy, and you've reset the clock. So now the real audience who knows MacGyver is happy too. So now no matter what you do, no matter what you do, I don't care if you do teen soap opera triangle garbage, you're not trampling over yeah you're 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 resolving the the main issues fans like you and i have with the series while being respectful to the legacy because what they're doing what they did with the show is they would add characters and not know what to do with them which is seems to be a trope now flash example uh where where they just no no we love this actor so we got to find a point for him well, the audience yeah. can feel that you're doing that. You're you're looking for reasons to have them do something. Yeah. Uh, Bozer in the Not MacGyver show. All of a sudden, you work as a spy for for the, the Phoenix. No, you don't. You're a makeup yeah. guy. Like you know, it was anyway. Yeah, because that, I think that was right around the time I I jumped ship. He was training, or he had just achieved his goal. Or uh, they killed his spy girlfriend, by the way, off screen too. They're like, oh, yeah, she's dead, too. What the? You know, well, I guess we're broken up then. Like, it was it was, it was, was bad. 
So that would be the way I would fix that if they had come to me and cared. But had they gone to anybody <laughs> with any amount of love for the original? But that way, yeah. you know, that way I could step around the mind landmines that they would be saying, well, wait, we don't want to lose our cast. We don't want to wipe out anything. How do we do it? Yeah. That's how you do it. Yep. And it would lead to some very interesting character moments then with, you know, the Lucas Till MacGyver because he could be talking <laughs> to George Eads' character and have that mental slip of calling him Jack. And they could they could have used that to go into a lot of very interesting storytelling. But they didn't want interesting storytelling. They wanted nope. easy writing. Uh, I know. All right. Listen. I think we, we've explained ourselves and celebrated in an appropriate way. Yeah, we, you know, we weren't too boastful that we got our way. <laughs> right. And I'm telling you for the last five years, the, the thing that I've had to hold back on, bite my tongue as much as I could with the rage I felt to not scream at people online. Yeah. Because again, people do that all the time. I'm not that guy. I want to spread yeah. happiness and joy and good crap. Um, so there's that. And then the other part was like, I didn't want to, like you said, go, ha, 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 nah, 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 yeah. your show got canceled. I'm not doing that. If you Yeah, it. like I said, I think I may have said one thing about it on online, maybe on someone's status because they had shared a post about it or something. I said, you know, I hope, hope the cast and crew find more work I saw work you down say that line. too, yeah. That you know, nice. but for me personally, I think it's, this is for the best. Yeah. I'm, 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 I refuse to PC it up and make sure everybody gets a trophy. No, you didn't get a trophy. The five years of television were garbage. And yeah. I'll say that to people that wrote it for the rest of my life. I'm sorry. It's nothing personal to yeah, you. Hope, hopefully those writers use this whole experience as a learning experience and learn to do better. I mean, just go back and watch the original show and, uh, and that also goes for the people above them. Whoever called the shots from the top down, shame on you. Yeah. You had I mean, and, great potential. And, I mean, and realistically, shows like Mag the 2016 MacGyver, that's why shows on Amazon Video or Amazon Prime, see, uh, Paramount Plus, Peacock, those the original content that are on those networks or streaming services the reason they're doing so well is because they're not falling into the lowest common denominator tv right sometimes they take a chance and it doesn't work out that's fine jupiter's yeah. legacy just started on uh netflix got canceled already there's no season yeah. two. which but, is unfortunate because i've heard nothing but good things about it but it is slow moving and yeah and i think it's between the slow moving and maybe like behind the scenes cost for whatever you know but they i mean and, and that's the thing you know you have that you have that risk with any program right but at least for the love of god be sincere and yeah. think about the the project over yourself yep all right goes back to that showrunner's oath that we show talked about oath. numerous if, times if you're wondering go back to our episode showrunner's oath that's that yep. that laid the foundation for any show uh yep. and talking with the people from macgyver they agree. And speaking of which, it was based basically on uh, Stephen Downing and Richard Dean Anderson and all the people involved. Tunnel vision to the end result. Yep. 
don't stray the course and it all works out. It's the same thing with Stargate. Same people shifted mm-hmm. over to there, a lot of them. Uh, yeah, and with like talking with a couple folks on uh, TikTok, uh, I stumbled my way into Stargate TikTok apparently and found a couple younger people that have been watching Stargate for the first time or for multitude of times, depending on you know who it is. And the one girl had said, I love Stargate as a whole, but you can definitely tell when Richard Dean Anderson left and they brought Ben Browder in, the show had a different feel to it. No, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. you know, it, and it's that, you know, having very heartfelt, genuine conversations with these people, you know, they get, you know, like the one girl had said, or I'd commented to the one girl and I said, well, it's kind of funny you mentioned that there was rumblings that when they brought Ben Browder in, they were actually considering changing the name of the series completely to Stargate Command. That's why Walter has that line right before they go. And she's like, okay, you know, that that makes a lot of sense why that landed the way it did. You know? I wish they had. And we talked Yeah, about. and I mean, and nothing against Ben Browder. I enjoyed him as the Cameron Mitchell character. I think... I like him. I like I like Ben Browder. Yeah, I, Ben Browder. Well, and they had actually told me something interesting that they had been hearing rumblings that apparently, story-wise, they had heard rumblings that the Cameron Mitchell character, theoretically at one point, would have been earmarked for Atlantis and Shepard earmarked for SG-1. I love that. And I'm like, okay, that would have been very interesting. That would have had a completely different feel for both those series. But, I mean, I love, I've enjoyed all Stargate. The uh, even universe for for what it was, I enjoyed it. It started slow, but it was always good. Yeah, it was pretty solid. It got really good. Once they got into the time travel stuff, ho, ho, ho. Yeah. Yeah, with, uh, today I finished up the uh, Arc of Truth and Continuum movies. So I'll probably be watching this, or Atlantis. I had thought about just going through the timeline of episodes and stuff. I'm like, no, because I don't want to have to be switching from this platform to this platform or this right, disc. Right, and, right. And it's like, no, I'll just. But uh, yeah, it's it's still it's still near and dear to my heart. Like I said, I confessed online. You know, I still get choked up. Right. You know, even though I know people are going to be okay, or you know, people aren't going to be okay. You know, Janet's death still just. Stings hits me like a freaking staff blast to the chest. Her too. Sorry, I had to. <laughs> um, I had to. But yeah, it's. I'm hopeful that if they are able to bring Stargate back, don't get me wrong, I would love to see everybody come back. But right. I'm hopeful that those that they do are able to bring back help continue on what made Stargate so special. Well, you know, and hopefully they aren't going to do this nonsense where, oh, well, the actor doesn't want to come back. They're, you know, just no, 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 have no, them no. enjoy retirement. Well, that's the thing, Richard. That way it see. brings up the possibility that if that actor decides to change their mind, you could bring them back to consult in a mission or right. whatever. Richard you know? Dean Anderson said, of course, he'd come back. So yeah. I believe Brad Wright is smart enough to know that that's the gold. Yeah. Um, bring him back. But Worst case scenario, if for whatever reason 
they don't use him as much as I would like them to. They better at least in the first episode tell us that they're married. That's it. Yeah. That's confirm all. it for crying. Confirm for it. crying out loud, just confirm it. <laughs> um, okay, so we're gonna go, everybody. But one last thing, just to give everybody a heads up. I don't know if you saw. Over at the well, it's not, it's on our MacGyver podcast group page, but through the MacGyver SG1 audio series, we are running a art challenge. I'm partaking in it myself. Uh, as right before we did this, I was doing some research on on pictures to use. Uh, basically, I want to see everybody's art of Mac and Jack together. I, it can either be from the series, from a scene from the audio series. It could be your own made-up thing. It could be comical. It could be action-packed. It can be portraits of them together. I don't really care. Get them together and let's have some fun. Because I've seen some art out there that is amazing. And I thought, this is you wonderful folks who are watching and listening. If you've heard the series, you have the foundation. Let's They're brothers. Get them together. Yeah. Let's see how they get together. Or show me how you think they would get along and the moments when they wouldn't. And those are fun. Yeah. So anytime, go to the MacGyver SG1 audio series on Facebook or Twitter. Drop a picture. Let's see what you have. And I'll gladly display them all over the place. Yeah, why not? Darn right. All right. We are going to go. I hope you enjoyed our rants and rave. Uh, Hopefully it was intelligent. Uh, God knows I tried. Hopefully, you know. I didn't just flail wildly as much as I wanted to. I thought, no, let's be civil. Yeah, Um, and hopefully everybody understands that, you know, we are not going to be angry that, you know, if you you disagree with us, that's fine. You know, just be respectful as we've been trying to be respectful to those that enjoyed the series. You know, I'm glad people were able to find enjoyment in the series. I just, I couldn't. Right. Uh, That's a nice way of putting it. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, Now, onward and upward, let's hope that maybe they do do the MacGyver type of show that they should have done. I mean, obviously, Richard Dean Anderson is up for it because he's done various commercials and 10 minute little movies of of him as MacGyver. Mm hmm. It, there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go but up from here, people. So, right? <laughs> uh, all right. So, we're gonna see if you remember. We will catch everybody next time. And remember, and stay creative. Boom! All right. <laughs> the MacGyver Podcast is part of the Forever Adventure Network. Some original artwork by Joseph Arnold. Donations can be made at Patreon to Mac Jackson. Look for our group pages on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at MacGyver Podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review. And remember, stay creative, everyone. The Forever Adventure Network. Welcome to the adventure. Hi, this is Amara from the Always Podcast. I want to make sure you know about another awesome show, the MacGyver SG-1 Audio Series. His eyes darted over to Jack's weapon. Sam, start taking all the gunpowder out of these bullets. 
He stunned Jack by taking the gun from his hands, and with one swift motion released the clip, discharging the bullets in the chamber before handing the empty gun back to the general. It's written, edited, and performed by Mac Jackson of the MacGyver Podcast. He's bringing together the worlds of MacGyver and Stargate to bring us all new and ongoing adventures. For some reason, something caused both Jack and MacGyver to glance up at the second floor office window that hung over the large storage hangar. It was a shadow of a moving figure, a figure who now was staring down at them. Before they could say anything or move, the man ran over to the railing and opened fire on them. In that moment, they each knew they were about to be riddled with bullets. Get into the epic story and hear how brothers Mac and Jack work together. Suddenly, he spun on his heels to his brother. Jack, give me your phone. The general quickly took it from his pocket and handed it over. Yeah, it isn't working, you know. No, not as a phone. With that, MacGyver knelt down and smashed Jack's cell phone off the ground and cracked it open. As he pried it apart and reached for his knife, Jack stood stunned. That's... my phone. And how they disagree. As he turned the engine off, he rechecked the inside of his pocket and pulled out his automatic handgun to check the chamber. As he verified the bullets loaded, he could see the disappointing glare of his brother in the seat next to him. What? This again? I don't like guns, Jack. Yeah, me neither. I like getting shot a lot less. Subscribe and review today on Apple iTunes and like the Facebook page to keep up on all the latest episodes. I've been catching up on past episodes and you don't want to miss it.